Grant Harrison. Yes. It's not entirely accurate to say that you wake up because you don't come to wakefulness. You feel like garbage. Your vision is dark and cloudy. Your mind is hazy. Your body feels hot in some places and ice cold in other places. And your hearing is this like muffled morass with, with a slight ring to it. You can't see straight. You can't hear straight. You can't feel straight. Can I look to see if the my hands are still my hands? Are, are the, Have they been fucked with in any way? Or is my vision just like too messed up to even see that? Presently, you cannot even summon the strength in your neck to turn your head. Okay. Roxanne. Yes. You wake up. And you're in a very weird situation right now because your back feels like you're pressed up against stone, but otherwise all around you, it feels like you are encased in wood. It's hard and scratchy, and if you move any of your limbs, there's the sort of tump of hitting wood. It's also pitch black all around you. Hmm. I love to be aged in a casket, like fine wine. <laughs> Alright, um... Hate this, this is my first reaction. Can I turn into a snake? You can. I mean, it, it would at least help with the uh, claustrophobic aspect of it. Yeah, you can turn into a snake and you are just like now on the bottom of whatever this is. You can tell based on the, the acoustics, the vibrations running through it, that you can feel that it's like a stone wall and some sort of wooden shell that you have been encased in. Huh. Steiner. You feel pretty okay right now. You're sleepy, but you feel relaxed. Your eyes are closed. You you can tell from your body that you're sort of like curled up on yourself. And you just feel at peace. Just want to chill here. Go back to sleep. been drugged very severely. I mean, you've done drugs before, right? Not not fun drugs, like medical drugs. Okay. It doesn't really feel like that, though. At least at the moment. Still, though, I have enough, uh, I have enough 
well, not in medical training, but medical knowledge to know that, hey, maybe I have a concussion and going back to sleep is not the best idea. Okay. So I'm going to try and stay awake. Okay. Grant. Yes. You passed out there for a minute. And uh, you're you're coming back to it now, and you feel all well. Better is still wrong, but more, less trash. You you have a little bit more vision, and you can hear a little bit better. Your head is still hot. Your blood still feels like cold syrup. I move my head any at all to see if I can observe myself in my current predicament. Uh, you can move it a little bit. You've got enough strength in your body to move it, but also you appear to be restrained. Okay. You are presently with a little bit of turning your head that you can manage pinned to a wall. You can also tell based on the sensation of the wall behind you that you have been stripped down to your skivvies. Okay. Also, you can tell just by missing the weight of it, your prosthesis has been removed. Cool. Cool, cool. I have made a decision and that is that I am going to kill this man and feel even less bad about it than I did with the other wizard. Roxanne. Yeah, hello. Hello. Uh, you're not quite in a box, but you're in something. What do you do? Hmm. Fucked up how I'm in a coffin. <laughs> uh, well, I know I said I had ideas, but actually, that's a lie. I've never had ideas. However, <laughs> I'd like to, I don't know, try and flex my magical sense here. Am I able to teleport? Yes. So I could just teleport out of this box back to wherever. Yeah. But I don't know where the box is. Okay, cool. <laughs> it feels weird to ask this, but I feel like it would just kind of be like a thing I would want to know. If I change back from a snake, do I have any... Do I have my clothes and whatnot, considering? Yes, okay. you do. Okay, I'm not naked, but Grant is. Well, semi-naked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, that's meta-knowledge, but I feel like it's it would have been important to establish that. Uh, my phone's in my pocket space. Can I pull it out and see if I have a GPS signal or anything? Uh, hmm. Would it show up where you are? I mean, um, even just having a light would also be nice. Uh, yeah, you can definitely get your light out, yeah? Cool. Does this look like a box with a door with like a lid? Uh, am it's, I? 
it doesn't look fabricated. Maybe that's the wrong word. It doesn't look like any sort of manufacturing happened with this wood. It looks highly natural. What, like I'm sealed inside of a tree? A bit like that, yeah. Oh, maybe I'm thinking about this wrong. Okay, the wood part doesn't look manufactured. Does the stone part look manufactured at all? Am yes. I in a sarcophagus? Okay, so the the stone part is like flat. It is unnaturally flat. This was worked by human hands. The wood part looks very natural. It looks like it was grown and like it wasn't chopped and sanded and planed and all of that. There's no door and the point where the two mediums meet is I don't want to say seamless but it looks like the wood just kind of touches down on it and then flows away from you. There's a slight bend to it that you can see. It's snug enough to be effectively seamless. Yeah. Hmm. Steiner. Yep. What are you doing to stay awake? Well, I imagine that as I, like, kind of try to physically, like, you know, slap myself on the face and stuff, I begin to remember a little more about how I got here, and then panic sets in, and that's doing a good job keeping me awake, too, I imagine. <laughs> I feel like at this point the answer is definitely yes, but are your eyes open at this point? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You are in an exceptionally unfamiliar space right now. Okay. What am I seeing? The, the the greater form of this space is dark, and it feels huge. Like you could walk for the rest of your life and never hit the end of it. And the, again, edges of it, it doesn't feel like there's an edge of it, but out there in the distance, it's full of lights. That's terrifying thousands of tiny lights and based on the shadow that's in front of you there is one big light behind you hmm. okay quick check of my person what what if any equipment do i have on me nothing you're just you in whatever clothing you feel most comfortable in Whatever clothing suits you best is the most Edwin Steiner. You know what, this way get interesting. I'm wearing the old uh, Professor Gears costume. Huh. All right. Uh, okay. One big light behind me, a lot of little lights in front of me, infinite void all around me. Yeah. And by in front of you, I don't mean like you could reach out and touch them or that you could walk a few feet and grab I mean, them. Yeah, I in mean, the general they, direction. They are out there. 
Okay, that's the only things visible right now. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, this is clearly an impossible location. Possibly. Two. Okay, we are dealing with a powerful sorcerer, so I don't want to use the word impossible a lot. <laughs> so I am either in my own mind, which, given the fact that I am wearing the old Gears costume, is strongly implied, or in some kind of horrible pocket dimension. But I'm going to work under the, under the assumption that I'm in, inside my own mind. Or some other weird... There's a lot that could be happening here. But anyway, point being... What's the... Gr like, what am I standing on? What is the surface? Uh, it doesn't... I, there's definitely something you're standing on. You're not falling, but it doesn't feel like anything. It's the same color as the infinite void out there in the infinite distance. Hmm. Okay. I want to see how rigid the rules of physics are in this place. If I, if I appear to be standing on nothing, then maybe I'm only perceiving that I'm standing on something. So I want to attempt to shift the physical axis that I'm standing on somewhere else. Huh. Okay. I want to change my up to a different up. Okay. It happens. Alright. So now we're getting somewhere. Grant. Okay. Again, there was a moment where you just sort of blacked out there, but now you're like lucid. Coming back into wakefulness. And now you can properly survey your surroundings. You are in a wizard's laboratory space. Let's not mince words here. You've been in too many of these things before to not recognize it immediately. Probably a little more creepy than the ones I'm used to, but yes. It's actually very clean and orderly. It is, there aren't like skulls hanging from twine off the ceiling or anything. I, was, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting like things in jars. Well, there is a thing in a jar, specifically on the opposite side of the room from you, is Steiner. Oh. Okay. He is in one of the and you recognize the same sort of tank that Erasmus and Radagast were creating homunculi in back at the warehouse like you Steiner has had his prosthesis removed unlike you his dignity has not been preserved probably because it gets in the way of the transformation yeah, probably Next thing that you notice is that not the same wall as you, but the, the wall to your right. You are not the only one who is pinned up right now. You immediately recognize Ashley. 
She is out like a light. She, like you, has been stripped to her skivvies. And pinned alongside her are, you vaguely recognize the face of a couple of rank and file DHEA guys that she was gearing up to bring in here outside. But the most distressing thing about this whole configuration is that all of them have a bunch of their insides on the outside. Like their heart has been taken out of their chest, not traumatically. They don't have these like big gaping wounds. And in fact, it looks like a pretty clean, like, like it just flows naturally back into the flesh. Like the flesh was turned into liquid and then it was pulled out and then re-solidified and it just solidified around the veins and the arteries. But there are lots of their internal organs, lungs, heart, stomach, liver, kidneys are pinned to the walls around them. And if you crane your head, you can see you are in the same situation. And finally, there is one other awake person in the room, and that's Silas Cutler. He is reading over a book right now. Feet up on a table, leaned back in a chair. Okay, so my immediate thought of trying to do one thing that is beyond human limitations, which was to scream so high-pitched that it would shatter the tank that Steiner is in, would uh, not work, because then he would immediately... That extra would not work. You realize this as you, like, maybe freak out a little bit and breathe a little bit harder at seeing your apprentice and a bunch of highly trained federal agents pinned to the wall like butterflies. Uh, you don't have a mouth. Oh, like fine. you have the mouth, you have a mouth cavity, but your lips have been fused together. I mean, I don't need lips to do that, to do what I was planning to do. I just need vocal cords. So unless I don't have vocal cords then, uh, but since he is here and awake and just reading, that is a, there's a, different thing I want to do. I remember Ashley a while ago. I don't remember which hunt it was exactly, but a while ago she was trying to communicate with me mentally and I kept resisting it until I realized that, hey, maybe I should just let this in and uh, uh, accept it. I want to do the same with her and try and wake her up. Okay, before I ask for any sort of role, I'm going to tell you this. The moment you start trying to pick at your magic, your body starts screaming at you. You gain immediate awareness that your magical system, it has also been fucked up in a way. And you will not be able to cast without hurting yourself. It's more Do you wish to continue? It's more important to get people awake to deal with this than it is to be at only two harma. Because I'm, because I luckily I oh, got by healed. By the way, uh, by the way, if uh, if you have any harm right now, mm -hmm. heal it. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Uh, However, 
Oh god. However, check unstable. Okay. Um, still, either way, uh, yes, I would, pr I would like to do this. So I will mark that harm, and I will roll use magic, and I know that is a minus one, and I don't get my plus one for my arm because I don't have it. Yeah. Okay. I still have 11. Yeah. Okay. So everything inside of you that is connected to your magic, which at this point in your life is your entire body, just it, you don't feel like tears open up in your muscles, but everything in you is just in agony as you send this psychic wake the fuck up at Ashley and she doesn't immediately respond however Silas once you've like come down from the concentration he is staring directly at you okay as long as he can't tell what I did I it's okay he probably knew I was going to wake up eventually anyway so he his face is completely blank for a minute and then he gets this kind of predatory look on his face and he snaps his book shut puts it on the table unleans his chair gets up stalks over to you reaches up and grabs you by the jaw and like turns your head about and just smiles look up faster than i thought you would That's good. That's good. You know, you know, and he turns and he looks at Steiner face away from you. I was originally going to put you in there first, but then I decided to check out the, the mark on your face. And so, well, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm willing to fuck with a lot of things. Not quite yet willing to fuck with the fake Queens. So, gotta figure out how to unlink you before I start playing around in there. And, uh, well, I'm not sad about it exactly, because uh, this one, this one over here, oh my. <laughs> oh, I haven't gotten to play with good German stock in ages, and not only that, Man, it's inconvenient. He turns back to you, he's pointing at the tank. It's it's real inconvenient because you know it takes a lot longer when when you subjects are still alive. But I don't I don't know how it did it, but it rigged itself to explode on death, and I can't figure out how to unrig it. So we gotta go the long way. But when it's done, oh, it's gonna be beautiful. I just want to give him a look that says, like, I'm, I'm not saying it with my words, because obviously I'm not going to be able to. Because you can't. Yeah. But uh, I give him a look that says, I'm going to fucking kill you. Oh. oh no one's gotten the opportunity to look at me like that in ages. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's invigorating. Oh, I almost want to let you down. Oh, almost, though. No, you're too good stock. And he turns back around and he goes over to Steiner's pod and he just like puts his hands in his pocket and stares at Steiner watching the transformation. It's, it's not happening so fast, Grant, that you can see it happen, but you know 
it is happening. Yeah. Roxanne. Question. Mm-hmm. We sort of went over this, and you said it wasn't manufactured. Is the wood that is surrounding me, is it alive? I... I don't know how to answer that question. Well, okay. So here's the thing, right? You remember back when we did the, the Slenderman hunt? Mm-hmm. And I pulled the heart out of that tree by basically, like sucking the life out of tr the tree and just pulling away all of the rotted wood that was left behind. Can I do the same thing? Uh, yeah, you could try and do that. Or try to roll. I don't think I want you to roll, actually. Because, unlike everything else, this wood wouldn't resist you. So, you can just pull. You don't get enough energy out of it to heal anything if you have any harm left over. But uh, you can do that and it gets like very dry and craggly and it will fall apart to your touch. I'm going to dig away from the stone and if that doesn't get me anywhere after a little while, I'm going to try going like perpendicular to the stone wall. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's only about five inches thick. Only. Only. You get out pretty quickly. And as you fully extricate yourself, you actually realize that the there's like a tugging on your arm. And if you check it out, bark is growing out of your arm and seems to be attempting to reconnect to the bark on the wall. Ah, got it. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. It's my tattoo. Yes. That's why I'm not uh, hacked to pieces or whatever. My tattoo must have gone off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Either Silas fucked with it, or it saved me. Probably the latter, considering as you look around, you are exactly where you were dropped. Did a tree just fucking grow around me? Whatever, it's not important. It kind of <sighs> seems that way. So you, like, check out the weird wooden blister on the wall. It just seems like... A whole bunch of magical wood just exploded out of your arm and wrapped you up like a cocoon and stuck you to the wall so you wouldn't get caught. Like the other two, presumably. You have no idea what's become of the other two. Is there any no blood on the ground or anything like that? Nope. Wow. I'd like to investigate a mystery. Okay. I feel like I could maybe just like turn into a snake and follow the scent of somebody. Probably, yeah. Several I mean, somebodies, in fact, if yeah. you turn into a snake. Yeah. So I guess I'm going to roll Investigate a Mystery, and where did it go? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't forget a plus one, because you're shape-shifting, though. Well, I didn't do it, but uh, have a ten instead. Still, still a ten. Okay. I'll hold on to my other one for the moment and just say where did it go. Okay, okay. So you can turn into a snake, and 
you get the scent of seven individuals recently. Like, you know, there's this is a university basement, so people probably come down here all the time, but you recognize Grant and you recognize Steiner and I don't know if you've ever smelled Ashley, but you might recognize her from the times you've been a snake around her. I mean, unless she like smells particularly different than most people, probably not. Like, I don't know. Does she use a really strong shampoo or conditioner or wear some (laughs) sort of perfume? I don't know. I don't know how like bloodhoundy snakes are. I don't know how well they can differentiate sense of different people. I got no clue. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there are three scents that smell like leather and metal. She might assume to be rank and file DHEA duders. And then one that j- just kind of makes you unhappy. It's it's not quite putrid, but it has qualities of being putrid. It, there, there's a kind of like sweetness to it that makes you gag, and there's a sharpness to it that just, like gets up into your nostrils and stings. And it all leads in a pretty straight line down the hallway until it turns. And as you face this blank wall, you can feel that like your magical snake senses are at war with a go away, there's nothing to see here kind of spell that's keeping you out of the illusioned hallway. Uh, well, I mean, if I'm feeling like I'm just being, if I'm feeling that, I I feel like there's nothing for it but to just push through. Like, I know, logically, with my snake brain senses, that they went this way, and I've encountered a fake wall literally within the past 24 hours. You're not doomed, right? No. Ah, then I am bound by law to have you read a bad situation. Ah, uh, that's fair. I should do that. A 13. A 13. Uh, I feel like I know what I need to ask here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, is there any danger I haven't noticed? Oh, well... Considering what the two old men had about their warehouse, there's better than even odds that this little transition point is warded in some way. And if you just slither on through it, you might set off the alarms. Okay. Oh, I have an idea. I'm going to do it in this situation. I'd like to... I'd like to use magic to do one thing that is beyond human limitations, and I'd like to see through the illusion. 
<laughs> yeah, I'll allow that one. I want to fucking see the invisible. And I get a minus one to my magic roll, right? Yep. Am I still wow. very tired? Oh, that's a six. Uh, I'm going to mark experience. I'm not going to use a luck on this, honestly. Okay. Uh, Do you have something special that happens when you fail to use magic roll? Whenever you use magic and miss, the backlash never affects you directly. If there's someone else around to hit, it'll go for allies, other hunters, and innocent bystanders. Sometimes every so often it might even hit an enemy. Huh. There's, there's no, no one, one else around, around, then it hits me. Yeah. Huh. Okay, okay. I'll hold on to that for a minute, because I'm going to go back to Steiner. Alright. So, I can shift access of whatever plane this is. Um, let's see. Let's investigate the little lights first, and I'm going to do that by shifting up to be, well, the opposite direction of them. Uh, okay. Essentially, I just want so to just... fall towards them. Okay, okay. So you're falling for a, what feels like a very long time before you kind of get annoyed with it and just would like to be there faster, and then you are now in front of them. Okay. I was going to say, like, maybe I could increase my mass or something, but that also works. Uh, no, you just are in front of them the moment you are tired of not being in front of them. And they are silhouettes. Human silhouettes. They... They're made of gold light, and they, they feel like you, but slightly incorrect. Hmm... All right, uh, let's go for the very scientific action of first thing you do to examine something, poke it. Okay. As you poke it, and you think of Alex. Hmm. Let's poke another one. You think of one of your co-workers. How many of these are there? You can't count that high. At least not quickly. Cool. Um, hmm. I want to poke a couple more of them. Tell me what I feel. Okay. You get some more of your co-workers. You get some of your students. You get some of the gearheads. You get magpie... It's all people, and it's always just you have a thought of a person that you've met okay. at some point. Uh, let's go back to the magpie one. I'm a grab. Okay. You think of magpie. Magpie just occurs to you. Like nothing else is happening, even like the more I touch this thing or. Not that you are able to detect. Okay. And and it's it's inaccurate to say that you grab it because it's not tangible enough to grab. Okay, so there's no way I can like interact with them in any other way than just kind of like. Uh, not to your knowledge, at least. 
Hmm. Well, if I can just kind of will myself over here, can I, I want to try to will two of them together. Huh. <laughs> uh, that would be an exceptionally bad idea. <laughs> but you don't know that. Huh. I mean, I'll... You can do it if you want. <laughs> well, it's like... Pick just like a couple co-workers. Okay. Well, no. It... And like you said, I wouldn't know this is a bad idea, except that you just kind of told me out of character. <laughs> yeah. Mm, let me see, actually. Well, actually, if I'm being... If I am currently hostage to a mad wizard, I maybe don't have the luxury to fuck around, and this doesn't actually seem to be going anywhere. Let's go see what's up with the big <laughs> one. Okay. So you can turn around and f zip yourself back to the big one now that you sort of know how to navigate this space. And it's similar to the, the, the smaller lights that you were just examining in that it is a silhouette, a human silhouette made of light. Except where all of the others were gold, this one is a, a very bright blue. And as you look at it, you, you are just overcome with the sensation. You are looking at yourself. That's you. Capital Y, you. Okay, I think I maybe get what's going on here. Is this like some self? And uh, those little lights back there are others' perceptions of myself. Yes. I don't know if Grant has told you at all about his forays I, I into self-magic. Self-magic. I know that you can like sever those connections, so there has to be some connection somewhere. Yeah. So I'm apparently there. Yeah, you are in what I've been calling the liminal space, which is yourself and all of the other selves are. Well, I'm glad I didn't try to do that. <laughs> All right. Um, and let, let me ask, hey, Grant. Hmm. Have you described this space to Steiner at any point? I feel like with Steiner learning magic recently and Grant finally having someone who is not only like a really, really close friend, but also, yeah, hell, hey, we can do magic. He, I feel like he would, he would probably nerd out a little bit about uh, the the liminal space and uh, how um, self magic is perceived by, you know, casters of it, or at least one caster of it. I don't know if it's different for everyone, but it's at least one caster of it perceives it this way. Okay. Well, in that case, then Steiner. There's a bit of incongruity here between what Grant described and what you're experiencing now, and that's his capital S self was the same color as all the other selves. Yours isn't. All the other selves are the correct color, the, the gold. But yours is, as I said, this incredibly bright blue. I mean, that's probably due to Elysium stuff. 
I'm just going to chop that up to Elysian nonsense. I just had a really dumb idea that I'm going to immediately act on. Uh-huh. So, all of those little lights are everyone's perception of me. Mm-hmm. So, logically there must be one for Cutler's perception of me. Uh-huh. I would like to find that one and snuff it out. <laughs> okay, okay. So, here's what I'll give you, is... You, you think about Silas Cutler, and then you, like, focus on yourself, and then you see this golden cord stretch out from yourself, and it flies off into the far distance, and you can follow it out to the connecting other self, which is pretty dim. It's, it's small, and it's dim. It barely exists. And as you reach out to start fucking with it, a hand reaches out and grabs you by the wrist. I should have expected resistance. <laughs> Grant. Yeah. What's your what's your emotional state right now? What's your mental state right now? Oh, um I think the blinding anger towards uh towards Cutler is currently overriding the absolute fucking terror of the fact that I am without organs on the inside. Uh, so, uh, that, that, that's roughly where I am, is just blind, seething anger, uh, aside from the, uh, aside from the Pale Rider, I have never, ever wanted to actually kill anyone, aside from this man. The all right, the, the the wizard I've kind of like uh, in character Grant would have logicked himself I guess into thinking well this guy he's obviously aging out and he's going to be just an awful awful monster if not now then not much longer from now so it's probably best to get rid of him before he can truly do some damage and. Now he's looking at Cutler and being like, Oh, this is what I was worried about with the other dude. I want to fucking kill him. So as you just kind of sit there and stew quite impotently in your own anger, I guess you can roll me read a bad situation. Uh, I... Nine. You get one. I'm trying to think if I want to up that to 10 with my forward that I got from earlier and get three. Yeah, I'll I'll turn that into a 10 and get three. There's a couple questions here that okay. I want to ask. Okay, I obviously know what the biggest threat is. It's Cutler and not getting to stand well, in time before he... I have information you don't that I can oh. give you based on questions. Okay. okay. Um, well, first of all, What's the best way to protect the victims? Okay, so... Who in this case are the victims? That's important for answering the question. Because if you don't consider yourself in that list, the option changes. The thing is, if I help 
others, they can help me. So I won't include myself in that uh, in that list. I'm I'm more concerned with getting as many people free and in fighting shape as possible to take on this absolute awful monster. So I guess I would prioritize Steiner because he's in obviously he's in at least to me obviously the most danger right now since he's actively in the tank. But then uh, after that, it would probably be Ashley and then the DHEA agents. Okay. Well, in the immediate sense, there's nothing you can do about Steiner. You can tell from looking at the tank that it's a more advanced version of the ones that were in the warehouse particularly has a bunch of runes scratched around it that, well, you don't know the exact meaning of, you can sort of discern the shape of, like, better containment, better protection. So you might not be able to do anything to the tank, at least as you are right now. You will have to change your situation significantly before you get to Steiner. But for Ashley, she hasn't stirred yet, but you know that your spell was successful, so probably have to hit her again to get her awake, get her on the same like path back to lucidity that you were on, mm-hmm. and then she'll be able to start taking action. She's probably had her magical system messed up the same way yours has, and it'll probably be worse for her because she's weaker than you. Or at least a lot worse trained. But she is exactly as willing to fuck herself up for the sake of others as you are. Maybe more. So you'll know that she'll make good on trading hit for hit. What is the biggest threat? So, uh, aside from the fact that... Want one of the answers for that to be one of these days. Just us. (laughs) 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 The biggest threat, Roxanne, will do something really stupid. (laughs) Uh, So, aside from the fact that, like, Silas is in the room, and... You don't really know what he is capable of. The the two biggest threats are... I mean, one... Uh, Chloe made the joke, but there is a, an ongoing threat of Roxanne falling ass backwards into this situation, because she's not present. You have no idea where she is. She's not pinned to any of the walls or anything. Okay. Uh, so she might stumble into the situation and make things worse, and that's just a problem that you have no ability to influence currently. Uh, but also, between, you know, he'll move to check out his book, whatever it is, and he'll move to check out Steiner, and he'll move to check out the wall of the other pinned individuals, and he'll move to, like, reach up and touch your face, like trace his finger over your brand and you can feel he's doing some kind of analysis on it and he'll like stroke his chin 
and look at you like he's thinking. But sometimes he'll walk over to a corner and root through a box. And at one point you see him draw out your absolute zero wand and like spin Mm. it between his fingers and just kind of stare at it and he's got a look on his face that you really don't like and at one point he looks back at you and he waggles his eyebrows a bit and he like shakes it at you he throws it back in the box real quick uh would i be able to see my sword in there uh no but also, your sword was in tiny mode when you got knocked out. Okay, fair so enough. It's probably that's, still in tiny mode. That's that's good enough. Uh, I I don't I've never been clear on how to activate it. Do I have to be actively touching it in order to figure out the the things that I want to do with it, or is it just like a bond that I have with it? Because if it is just a bond I have with it, I kind of want to try and roll weird. And when he's got, like, his eyes, when he's got his, like, face turned to me and, like, waggling his eyebrows, I kind of wanted to, like, fly up towards, like, the ceiling so that way he doesn't, so that way it's not in there anymore and I can just have access to it for later. Hmm. Here's what I'll tell you, Mm -hmm. is you have never activated your sword when it wasn't within arm's reach. So I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm saying you can't do it yet. Okay. Because my my entire goal was to like, have this as like an option, but if I can't do it yet, then I will move on to my third question, which is, what's most vulnerable to me? Um... What's most vulnerable to you? Okay. So I'll give you this. I'll give you this. Silas is adjusting Steiner's tank more often than Erasmus and Radagast were. Adjusting theirs. So it needs to be calibrated? You can discern from that that maybe it's because he's alive, maybe because he's hypercharged with Elysium magic. It's something about it requires him to put more attention on it than the other two used to. Roxanne. Hey. Hey. You rolled a six. Good. I can't think of anything to do with it, and I've been trying, so I think I'm just going to have it not work. Okay. Don't worry, I have other thoughts and other plans. Or rather, I can't think of anything to do with it that isn't mean in a way that I don't like. You should probably just wait till later. Somehow, later on, it comes back to bite me in the ass. It's not like there's not a precedent. So, you were unable to peer through the illusion. Yeah. So, this wall, it's only gonna activate if something magical passes through it, correct? Probably, yeah. Okay. Silas probably doesn't want to get his alarm set off every time, like, a bug turns a corner. Yeah. 
I've teleported somewhere that I've seen, like, on a video before, right? I feel like I've done that. Like, through Steiner's, like... I... Okay. I feel like I have teleported somewhere I've seen through, like, Steiner's, uh... Drone before. I feel like that's a thing I have done. I don't know if it is. That sounds very new to me. Well, I mean, I could just be making it up. My brain could be telling me lies. <laughs> I'm not. I am not opposed to the fact that sometimes my brain lies. To me. Okay. Let me but, rephrase but that. But where are you going with this? Could I just take my phone and like turn the and turn the video capture on and just like I don't know tie a strip of cloth around it, slide it through the thing, pull it back, and be like, ah, I understand where I'm going. Uh, yeah, I'll allow that. <laughs> do you want me to roll for it? <laughs> I, I don't think I do. I, I don't think that's, this is... That's a good you idea. Not, you are not presently being menaced in any way. So, so. It's, it's not like you don't have all the time in the world to get this right. Yeah, I'll just let it happen. Okay, I guess I just teleport past the wall then. <laughs> You know, I just, even if I don't have some string or whatever on me, I just, like, tear some part of my shirt off. Roxanne has a shirt discretionary bu uh, discretionary fund because she just damages her <laughs> shirts all the time. Just tie, it like, a string around it, kick my phone through the wall, like, on the ground, pull it back, and, like, okay, yep, it looks exactly like I expected it to. And just go. Yeah. I'll let it happen. I won't require a roll on this one. I feel like I, I feel like something bad is going to happen. <laughs> that felt too easy, but whatever. I, I had other plans if that didn't work. All right. Well, yeah, I'm just going to keep going. Like, I'm trying to be quiet about it because I don't know what I'm coming up on. But if I'm heading down a straight corridor, I don't see how fat, how stealthy I can be. Well, it isn't straight. There's definitely, like, a bend in it shortly down the hall. Maybe ten right. feet up. I guess maybe I meant more, like, linear. There's no, like, offshoots. Yeah. Okay, okay. I do want an act under pressure to move silently. Okay. Let's see how that goes. An eight. An eight. Worst outcome, hard choice, or price to pay? Okay, okay. So, Roxanne, you don't know this happens. Okay. As far as you're aware, you're being perfectly sneaky. Scrubbed through my brain. However, Grant... Yes? There's a moment where Silas is, again, adjusting Steiner's tank, and he, like, twitches, and he snaps his head over to the hallway out of this room and he's got a quizzical look on his face like what the hell's back here he actually says that out loud and he like quickly wraps up the tank wraps up what he's doing on the tank closes the interface and then looks at you and I need you to roll me act under pressure Ooh, that's a six Sorry, gonna keep it. <laughs> okay. 
he walks over to you and what? puts his hand in the center of your chest and he says, better safe than sorry, right? And you like short out. And then he, and nobody knows this, starts heading down the corridor. So, Steiner. Yep. You reached out to try and snuff out an other self, the one linked to Silas Cutler, and then you were grabbed by the wrist, and it's a familiar hand. It's made of blue crystal with gold lines weaving around it, and up to the wrist is a heavy red cloth, and as you turn to look at the owner, the blind air is here. Are you actually in here, or are you just my perception of you? I mean, it's a valid question. You have some sort of connection with me, so I'm We are not physically here, no, but also we are not an other self. We are projecting ourselves here into your space. All right, I'm going to assume that you're doing that because I, uh, I shouldn't do what I was about to do. No, that was actually a very good idea, and you should do it, but not yet. All right. If you did that this early, your situation would become even more compromised than it already is. We're not in a position to capitalize on it yet. All right. So focus on, um, what I want to say waking up, but um, reconnecting with my physical self first then. Yes, you have been forced into yourself in order to Keep yourself stable, contained. The Butcher does not wish you to be active. But just as a side, that sentence both did and did not make sense. We are sorry? No, it, 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 it's, it's fine. I understand what you mean. Very good, then. So, well, since you are here, I suppose I should just... I don't suppose I'll get a straight answer, but I'll just ask you, how do I do that? What's the best way to go about that in an expedient manner? We believe that we should be able to force you back into wakefulness. We are considerably more powerful than the likes of Silas Cutler. Ordinarily, we do not like taking such a heavy-handed approach to these events, but we are coming to understand that sometimes our policy of a light touch is incorrect and begets needless suffering. Out of character, this is Cat saying you're fucking around too much, but we need to move <laughs> the story along. Uh, no, not at all. This is literally like something Notcher has been thinking about that maybe they've been doing things a little bit incorrectly over the millennia. That's character growth, baby. <laughs> that kind of explains why, like, two of them eventually go up to Amber and be like, "Hey, uh, you're gonna have one magic blast yet, make uh, left, make it count." All right. I guess I'm gonna have to apply the back of a crystal hand a few times. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
I refuse to acknowledge it, but I get it. In the waking world, you are asleep in a tank. You are muzzled and you are being modified on a cellular level. Right. I was hoping that wasn't the case, but I, you know, and so haste is the get it moving, as they would say. Yes. We would like to teach you something small to extricate yourself from the tank at the correct moment, if you would be willing to learn. Always willing to learn. We would like to teach you the key word to unleash your crown. Okay, so out of character, this is actually what I was like planning to do to actually get out of the tank is try to <laughs> unseal the crown. I love it. That's that's excellent. This is gonna like flash boil of the tank. <laughs> With like the logic of the fire has not hurt me before. I hope it also does not boil me alive, but we'll cross <laughs> that bridge when we come to it. Well, specifically we'll burn that bridge. Yeah, we'll burn that fucking bridge. <laughs> That's incredible. I love that we're on the same brain cell there. But just to be certain, the fire does not affect me, but won't that boil the liquid? I had thoughts in line of that, but that was my concern. We believe that the heat will be intense enough to evaporate it instantly. That also sounds incredibly dangerous, but you know, honestly, we have, we're working with the lack of options here. Let's go for it. <laughs> we have no reason to believe that this will end poorly for you. I'll, I'll take your word for it. You are the, um, the steward of heaven, as it were. Very good. Now, you will need to use the same inflections the same way of speaking that we taught you to turn the crown on and off at all. And the phrase that we transcribed into it at the creation of its system in order to turn it into a life-saving measure is... And then they open their mouth and a sound comes out of it. And you are overcome with several very powerful images and feelings of snatching victory from the jaws of defeat, of scaling a cliff on a razor thread. But the phrase that that translates into, that it all convalesces into in your mind for you to repeat is Defy death. Yeah, alright. When we force you into wakefulness, you will need to say this as soon as possible in order to extricate yourself from the tank. At that point, everything will be in your hands. Shortly before we force you back into wakefulness, destroying this other self will buy you several seconds of the characteristic of void between you and the butcher. 
please do your best to capitalize on it. I'm going to assume that I don't have any of my equipment on, so that would be a good time to find it. Yes. All right. Well, I suppose he waits for the opportune moment then. How's heaven doing? This <laughs> <laughs> is like an awkward silence. So you can fucking fire a small talk at the blind hair for a bit. It's, uh, and, and they just repeatedly just kind of look confused at you and spend most of the time with their eyes closed, just still. It's just like I cry a couple times, but they don't respond, so I'm just like, all right, I guess we'll just sit here. <laughs> Roxanne. Hello. Hello. You get about halfway up the hallway. Well, I mean, you don't know it's halfway. You get partway up the hallway when you hear a set of footsteps coming down it. Oh. You said this is around a corner, right? Yes. Mm. Would you like to roll read a bad situation? I would like to overly the bad situation, but I also know exactly what I want to do. Um, actually, I rolled a 13 a while back. Don't I tech, do I technically count that as having a hold when you asked me to read a bad situation a while back? Uh, was that for read a bad situation? Yeah, you told me to read a bad situation when I tried to go through that Okay. Wall. Yeah, how many holds did you spend? Just the one I just asked. Uh, okay, then yeah, you've got two more. dangers I haven't noticed. I guess my be- my question is actually just like, what's the best way in? How do okay. I, how do I get out of this? Because I have a plan, but I want to hear what your plan is. <laughs> well, it's not so much of a plan, it's just an observation for you. There's a closet of some kind in this hallway. It's not perfectly linear, because there is a door, but it just has, like, a high-key broom closet vibes on it. The door is closed. You could duck into there. Or you could go with your idea. I'm going to synthesize the two. Okay. If I duck into here, how... Can I see how big it is before I dock inside? You can pop it open. It's a little bigger than an average broom closet, but it's still pretty broom closet sized. Alright. And is it like where I was standing, or is it like a little ways back? Like two steps back. It's just behind you. Uh, that's not as useful as I was hoping it would be. I'll tell you what I want to do. How about that? Um. Okay. I hear someone walking. I assume it is Silas. What I would like to do is I want to lure Silas farther into the hallway somehow. And then I just want to teleport behind, like, back to where I was originally and keep going. Okay. I just want to fucking make him think I turned back or something and then just teleport in behind uh, behind him further up into the path because you said there's like a turn or whatever 
Mm-hmm. Y- you get what I'm trying to say, though. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, to, to expand on your read about situation, hold then, and to synthesize with your idea, if you duck into the hallway closet and then manage to hide yourself in there, he might poke his head in and then not find you and then, like, examine the rest of the hallway. Yeah. And I can turn into a snake. I can be very small. Yeah. I mean, you're a big-ass snake, but you can definitely be smaller than a person. I, I am less than person-sized snake-wise. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I would like to do that. Would you like me to roll pool? Absolutely, I would. Uh, do I get a plus one since I'm acting on information I got? Yes. I got an 11. 11. Nice. I mean, it's only okay. one more. Oh. If only. I guess a 10 is okay. <laughs> so you can quickly duck into the broom closet, shift into a snake, and like coil your body behind. Uh, a bunch of like cleaning supplies and spare parts and you realize like random vials of fluids this is a storage space for whatever laboratory space is up ahead and you can go as still as a stone and then at some point the door opens up and Silas steps into the room and I realize I should probably describe this dude at some point yeah we've seen the picture but I don't think you described what he looked like yeah definitely not for the listening audience Uh, and the picture isn't entirely accurate either he doesn't have a fucking katana strapped to his back okay (laughs) now with the podcast (laughs) I, I gotta quit the podcast now. Like, yeah, I'm with Ape here. You know, okay. would you believe I didn't notice that? So, as he steps into the room and clicks the light on and, like, looks around, you can get your first, like, good look at him now that you're sizing him up as not a janitor, but as an enemy wizard who has kidnapped your brother and the dude which you're supposed to be protecting. So on, on first glance, he looks like a pretty normal guy. He's got like short, kind of messy auburn hair. It's mostly brown, but there's a slight bit of redness to it. He's like average height, you know, 5'9", five 5'10", five somewhere around there. Uh, he's just wearing like jeans and a uh, button-down shirt, but it's not like a businessy kind of shirt. It's like, you know, you work on a well-known university campus, even when you're a janitor, you gotta look okay. But as you, like, scrutinize him further, you realize that there's a, a, a very uncanny deliberateness to it. Like, the stubble around his jaw is very, very evenly distributed. It's 
perfectly arranged. There's none of the, like, human randomness to which hair follicles are thicker and which ones grow faster. And there's a symmetricality to his face that the more you look at it, the more the perfection of it resolves in your head and it actually gets uncomfortable to look at. And there's other little things. The, the joints on his fingers are a little too long. The cuticles of his fingernails are just slightly the wrong color. Everything about him physically seems deliberate and eccentric. Like his body has been crafted rather than grown naturally. I can't believe the flesh shaper would have crafted his own body. <laughs> I mean, basically, you're telling me that he looks like he was, he made himself look this way rather than he is a body that just grew this way. Yes. All right. Well, uh, that's thoroughly, uh, unfortunate. And as he examines the room, as he finishes ex his examination of the room and clicks the light off, in that last moment of light you realize that there's actually a third party in the room. It's been so still and you were so focused at getting hidden that you didn't realize it. They're just a homunculus in the closet. Yes. Yes. There is a homunculus standing in the corner of the room. Its its face is like staring into the corner. Like it's just been put there to sit. It isn't... Well, it, it, it's kind of respirating, but it isn't in a way that's like you feel like it's filling its lungs. It's probably on sort of, sort of like minimal operation protocol right now. It's in stasis. Yeah. And it's just standing there in the corner facing the wall just still. But then Silas does fully leave the room and you can hear him walk down the hallway the way that you came. Alright. I wait a reasonable amount of time and I just teleport out of the room, I guess. Like, I assume I'm listening for him to be going that way. Mm hmm. I'm just gonna teleport out of the room and try to make my way down the hallway before he decides to turn around. Okay. Give me another act under pressure to move silently. Alright. You get a plus one to this because it's still acting on the read a bad situation plan. Cool, cool, cool. I close my character sheet so I can yes. reopen it. That is what I want you to roll. It's cool. Cool, mm -hmm. cool. I got a 12. Hey, a 12. 12. I have advanced act under pressure. Okay. Do you want to sneak with absolute perfection? Or do you want to sneak and do something else? I mean, I can't really think of an extra thing to do. But also, I don't know how much more perfectly you can sneak. <laughs> like, can I sneak and also get there really fast so that I have more time to act? 
Yeah, I'll love that. Sneak at super speed. <laughs> Power creep. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that has been a theme in this game. <laughs> so, Roxanne, you crest into the laboratory space proper, and I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna rule that you feel sick to your stomach, but it would be pretty appropriate if you did, I think, because. On one wall, your brother is pinned like a butterfly, and his internal organs are pinned to the wall around him in a kind of circular fashion. On the wall opposite to you, Ashley and three DHEA guys are in the same situation. And on the third wall, Steiner is floating naked in a homunculus formulation tank, and he's got some kind of what looks like a rebreather mask, maybe, over his mouth. Hmm. Okay. Well, hey, I have one more hold. Uh-huh. So I'd like to ask, what is the best way to protect the victims, and also to tell you how Roxanne is feeling? Mm-hmm. Roxanne is like okay so like Grant is mad right Roxanne is like uncomfortably silent like basically not processing any of this kind of mode okay like you get the, like anybody watching would get the distinct feeling that she is probably going to have a fucking meltdown after this is all got it got it no talking to herself while she thinks or anything like that just completely silently no expression I am working on instinct kind of thing kind of like actually kind of like back when she first turned into a monster yeah okay speaking of what form are you in right now I feel like the sneaking would have been done in human form, just because that form is probably the quietest, next to, like, being a literal snake. Got it, got it. But, I don't know. As soon as I get into the laboratory, I care less about stealth, so I would be... Mmm, bigger. <laughs> okay. I would, be, I would be in eyes, in, in the classic monster form, with the eyes. Better take in my surroundings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh... Your brother and Ashley and all the DHEA guys are... Uh, they appear to be asleep. And Steiner, you don't know what sort of state he's in. Okay. Um... I did ask, though, like, um... Or is it, was that oh. your response to... Was the best way to protect the victim. Sorry, what I'm trying to uh, no, say I is, no, I forgot that you, that you asked that the question. <laughs> yes, I did in fact forget to answer that question. No worries, I kind of just started talking right afterwards. It's fine. So, best way to protect the victims. So there, there's two approaches you can take here. You can either do it loud or do it quiet. If you do it loud, that's going to be you try and wreck shit up, pull your brother off the wall, pull Ashley off the wall, get everybody awake, 
Silas will be back here in a heartbeat, but maybe you can get somebody up and running at that time and you can start throwing hands. If you go quiet, you find somewhere to hide yourself again and maybe try and get the wizards awake. Maybe smuggle some weapons or some armor. Just get a better understanding of what the situation is in this room. And considering that four of the five people in this room have their internal organs externalized, I would like to recommend the latter. You think maybe I should get a grip on what the situation is before I act? Yeah. Yes. That, uh, that was kind of my... Well, I mean, it wasn't exactly my plan. I was, I was basically just going to get to work, but if I'm not going to be allowed about it. But, yeah. Um, I, I think if you start, like, tearing restraints down right now and shuffling people out, you might wind up with some corpses pretty quickly. So being a bit slow about this would be good. Yeah, I feel like being observant and planning this out rather than uh, immediately, because I'm not exactly sure off the top of my head how to put those organs back where they go. And I have an idea what's happening to Steiner, but he is currently alive, and I feel like being, I mean, like, I have the idea, at least. Not much I can do if he's dead. And if he's alive, I can deduce that this is going to go slower because alive people seem to be antithetical to the homunculus process. Harder to do it to. That's why they killed them. Sure. Sure, sure. So yeah, yeah, I'm just going to find a place to hide and I am going to observe. Okay. Give me a roll at a plus one to hide yourself. Well, uh, it'd be a really unfortunate time for me to fuck this up. It absolutely would. It's only a nine. A nine. Okay. So, there's a bit of grating up towards the ceiling that you are able to turn into a snake and teleport yourself into. So you can hide up in there for the time being. However, as Silas walks back into the room, you can tell that he is not placated by finding nothing. He is suspicious. Walked to the end of the hallway, saw a uh, ruptured tree capsule. There's somebody out there. Yeah. So he walks back into the room looking a little more stressed out. A little more unhappy. Walks over to Grant, grabs him by the jaw, like looks at him again, and then like slaps him across the face, like hauls off. And Grant, you are instantly wide awake. Okay, I'm up. <laughs> I mean, you you don't actually I, get to I, say I, that. No, I I don't like I, that's that's not the uh, that's the the. The reaction in my eyes basically say that, but like I, I don't say anything. <laughs> Your cheek stings like you just got slapped. 
and Silas is in front of you, and he looks a little bit stressed out. Good. Uh, there's there's a there's a slight slight satisfaction in my eyes. Like, oh, something's not going according to plan. He opens his mouth like he's going to say something, and then Steiner's tube starts chirping. He says, <sighs> he sighs and he holds up one finger to you and he turns around and he brings up the display and starts messing with it. Uh, I would like to use his distraction time to do another whammy on um, on Ashley to try and wake her up. Okay. Give me the roll. Uh, is it still at a minus one for the use magic? Yep. Okay. Yep, that hasn't so, gone away yet. But I am acting on stuff that uh, that from my read a bad situation, so I get a plus one, so it's a wash, right? Yes. Okay. Damn it. Okay, I'll... Well, I guess I marked the harm and the uh, experience point. Mm-hmm. <sighs> See, so, yeah, your, uh, your magical system right now is too fucked up for you to get that spell off. The, the pain is too much for you to concentrate that hard. And he shuts down to the display, comes back to you, and he, like, looks at you, and he's got a real thinky look on his face. He's weighing pros and cons. And then he reaches up, and he puts his hand on your heart, pinned to the wall. And, oh, that feels awful. Yeah, I'm not used to having things on touching my heart in this specific way. You can, uh, you can actually feel your heartbeat against his palm. And then he reaches up with his other hand and he wipes his thumb across where your mouth would be. And you have lips again. Okay. And he says, make smart decisions. Meet. Who was the third one with you? How did it encase itself in wood? And where is it now? I think for a while. Um, I kind of want to distract him long enough to make him not pay attention to Steiner's tank, or at the very least, because like I don't, I have no idea where Roxanne actually is. So uh, I can answer that one. Uh, so can I roll manipulate? Basically, what I'm trying to say is I want to roll manipulate someone with the intention. I need you to roll play before I have you make the roll. Okay. All right. Um. So I go. See, that's an interesting question because I mean, honestly. As long as I've known them, I don't quite know what they are. And Or, I can answer this 100% honestly, I have no idea where they are right now. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a doozy of a pickle, because you see, you knocked me unconscious, so I have really no clue what just happened in the last 30 seconds? 45? Minute? Two minutes? I don't know. That isn't all the questions I just asked you. Where did the wood come from? I don't know. 
Like, ser seriously, you're asking me questions to things uh, I don't know. Like, Grant wouldn't know. Like, Grant had no idea about the wood. You might have an idea, though, because you do know that the tattoo causes Roxanne to just manifest plant life sometimes. It did that during the fight with the Queen of the Deep and the King of the Deep. It just fucking spewed kelp everywhere. So Grant goes, You know what? There's really no reason for me to comply here because. Take a heart. Okay. See. Sends something into your heart that just hurts terribly. Cause see, that's why. That's why you have given me no, absolutely no indication that I'm going to make it out of here alive, even if I tell you. So you know what? You know what? You sadistic. Motherfucker. I'm not telling you shit. He wipes his thumb back over your mouth. You don't have a mouth anymore. Also, you must scream. <laughs> <laughs> I specifically said I, no one should make that joke. No, I said I wouldn't make that joke, actually. <laughs> I mean, either way, I would have made it anyway. And he just kind of like looks at you for a minute. Muses to himself. Huh. I wonder how deep the brand goes. Because if it's skin deep, I could just take your face off. I think I'll try that first. Yeah. I'd like to note that Roxanne just heard all of this and just saw all that. Yep. And then the tank chirps again, and he just <sighs> turns around, goes back to it. When tank chirps again, I try to like make noises that uh, that I'm. I want to make it kind of clear that he's talking. When he starts talking torture, that's when I'm into maybe complying. I'm going to lie out my ass, but uh, this is a distract. I'm trying to distract him from getting to the tank. Oh, I'm sorry. He ignores you. I'm not even going to allow you to roll okay, on that fair one. Na- fair enough. Fair enough. Down in arm or not, it's, he believes Steiner is going to be his masterpiece. He's not going to let some shithead pile of meat distract him from that. I have to pay attention to the other shithead pile of meat. However, he does have to spend a few, a little bit of extra time course correcting on the tank again. I know you're getting into progressively worse and worse shape here, but... Yep, here I go again. Marking that harm. And... 13! Hell yes! Okay. Very good. And you're trying to wake Ashley up on this one, right? Yeah, I'm trying to wake Ashley up on this one. Cool. So, what I'm what I'm going to give you with your bonus effect is that Ashley is at you see while Silas is still fussing with the controls on the tank that Ashley like eyes open looking around and she's like DHEA headliner assessing the situation. 
I look at her and I just close my eyes and tilt my head a little bit to uh, try and tell her, act like you're still asleep. Mm-hmm. And she takes like another instant to get everything together and then does that. And when Silas turns back to his desk, he is none the wiser. Okay. Roxanne, do you do anything? I mean, I'm trying, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to watch him and sort of formulate what he's doing to like people so that I can better know how I am undoing. Because like there's, there's the surface level. He is flesh crafting in some way. But like there is a, an extra step of like the magical. How is he doing it? And I am just waiting for... I'm waiting to have an exact grasp of what that is so that I can... Basically, when the proper time comes, I can undo it on Grant so I have an extra pair of hands. Okay. I was going to ask, are you referring to Grant or Steiner? But now I know. Um, Although, on second thought, Ashley might... Did I? Do I notice that Ashley's awake? Yes, you could absolutely see from your vantage point that there's a moment where she is, like, eyes open, fully lucid, taking in her situation before there's a moment of communication between her and Grant, and she feigns unconsciousness again. I might go for Ashley first, not Honestly, just... honestly, don't blame me on that. I'm down for harm right now, and Ashley is funky fresh, so... Yeah. I'm just formulating how I'm going to do this. Okay, okay. Here, I'll give you this. I'll give you this. Uh, and Silas is going between stations. He, he goes from the DHA people on the wall to Steiner's tank to his desk to Grant, and he just kind of swaps between all of them. And at some point, as he's thumbing through his book, he, like frowns at it a little bit and like twitches his mouth then he turns around and he goes over to one of the DHEA dudes on the wall and he puts his hand inside the guy's leg and the flesh parts like water and then he retracts it and he's got the guy's femoral artery in his hand and he's like studying it Okay. Are you telling me then he is distracted, or are you trying to tell me something about what, how he's doing things? I'm trying to tell you that if you want to analyze his magic, he just did it in front of you. Okay. Sure, I would love to analyze his magic. How would I go about doing such a task? Should I roll a sharp? Uh, I think... A, how about a sharp and a weird? And we'll take, like, an average of the two. Okay, one of those is better than the other. Oh, uh, that's a 10. Better than the other. That's a 14. <laughs> one of those is indeed better than the other. But they are both quite good. So, you, you know, you don't become a fucking flesh-shaping master in this instant. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. I do have a shape-shifting experience, though. Would shape-shifting magic even work on you? <laughs> but maybe not in her angelic forms and maybe yeah let's not find out but 
You maybe can't do it yourself, at least not in this moment, but you can observe how he's making the magic flow through your special angel eyes. So you, you have an idea, or the beginnings of an idea of how you might replicate parts of it. Good thing I studied all that anatomy. <laughs> okay. I've got parts of how to put Ashley back together then. Yeah. Steiner. Yep. In your liminal space, the blind air perks up and says, Oh. Okay, begin now. All right. I yanked this cord. <laughs> okay. Give me a weird roll. Then, baby. Cool. I don't know why I said it like so. That. So you are able to focus your newly gained magical talents and are able to get a hold for the first time. You are able to grab the other self and the cord that's connecting it to yourself like they are solid objects. Now I want you to roll kick some ass. Alrighty. Eleven. Eleven. Let's fucking go. Let's do it. Is there a bonus effect that you would like? Um. I mean, Put them where you want them? I, is he just gonna like just one to one? Because I don't know how this is going to do harm. Yeah, don't select either of the harm options. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna take a plus one forward. I feel like Seems I'm going good. to need that soon. All right. I mean, how do you destroy it? Tell me what do you do to destroy it? I mean, it's my own headspace. So what I say here more or less goes, I'm going to, like, physically yank it out like a power cord. <laughs> All right. And Grantes told you that, you know, those function like umbilical cords, if you cut that, they rot on the vine real fast. So that cable burns away like a rope laced with gunpowder and then the other self just like fizzles and sparks a little bit like a dying candle light and then the whole form winks out and the blind air holds up five fingers and then to four Grant Roxanne yes yes at one point, shortly after another round of Silas fussing with the tank, he again snaps his head to the corridor leading out, mutters to himself, got you now, and walks out. And Roxanne, you can sort of hear it. Grant, you can hear it better because you don't have snake ears. And Grant, you know what your sister's footstep sounds like. 
It's, this definitely isn't Roxanne coming up the hallway. And whoever it is, isn't being subtle about it. <laughs> and it's also weird because whoever it is has three legs. <laughs> it's like a tum 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 uh, they are going to require a heavier hand, aren't they? And then you hear from up the hallway, who the fuck are you? And how did you get back here? And then Loud Silas rockets backwards into the room and Emery has him pinned to the wall on their cane. <laughs> and Silas's face goes from a moment of unsurety, almost panic, to like a manic glee almost. It says, Alright, and he reaches over and he presses his hand into Emery's face and then recoils like he got electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> I start making laughing sounds. I I know I probably can't fully laugh, but you're <laughs> And Steiner, in your liminal space, the blind air closes their fist, the countdown finishes, and then they throw their other hand out at you, and you are wide awake. Back in the waking world, you are suspended in some sort of discolored fluid. You have something over your mouth that is letting you breathe in this fluid. Yank it off. Uh-huh. Defy death. And everybody in the room can see the Steiner's crown manifest, and then you can all feel it delaminate all of the water in the tank instantly evaporates and the glass melts out like slag. <laughs> but you didn't tell me how to turn it back on. Oh, it only lasts an instant. Like always, this feature only lasts an instant. Okay. Oh, that's going to be real bad if we can't turn it off. <laughs> like, meanwhile, back in Elysium. Oh, whoopsies. You should have told him. Uh-oh. I think that would be my cue to jump in as soon as Ape's done doing whatever he's doing. Like, first and, force, first and foremost, arm, armor. Locate, go. Okay, uh, roll me read a bad situation. Eight. An eight. You can ask me one. Well, I guess what's the best way to protect the victims? Getting your stuff back. And yeah. I'm going to say that, like, you know, you guys all are trained warriors and combat is on now so everybody is on and grant you and steiner can make eye contact you know where the goodies are i gesture wildly towards the chest with my head full sprint go okay uh you can see as you swing your eyes over silas's body is starting to like liquefy to get out from under emery i'd like an act under pressure roll to get there first and you can get it at a plus one for the read a bad nice well oh god do you have advanced that would be awesome if i did though but i do what i set out to do 
Yes, you do. So it's going to take you a moment for the armor to re-engage, and it would take you even longer to reattach your arm properly, but you can definitely get a hold of both of those things. And also you can see in the box uh, Ashley's gun, Grant's armor, and his absolute zero wand. Nothing belonging to Roxanne, though. Okay, do I have time to, like, grab any of that as well? Uh... If no, I just have only, you only... only have time to grab, like, if I can leave myself vulnerable for, like, a second, I really don't want him to have that absolute zero wand. Yeah, no. So I would be willing to, like, make myself vulnerable just to get a hold of that, too. Oh, speaking of which, uh, Grant had his harm healed. You do as well. Yes, you should be in perfect state, except you also have unstable checked. Cool. <sighs> that, well, how about this? Notice. How about this? Well, that only counts as a 10. If you yeah. had, did have it advanced, I would have given that to you. However, Roxanne is in the room, and she might be able to buy you some time. I mean, if we're all just going to go fucking ham, yeah. Well, I mean, I can be distracting by doing what I was just about to do anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to say something to do it. I'm going to basically half teleport, half jump, basically right to Ashley, and I'm gonna try and put her back together. Okay. I think this is gonna be a force of will. All right, cool. I can do that. I want to know first. What word or phrase do you use to reconstruct her? Oh, easy. Whole. As in wholeness. Like whole foods. Yes. Whole Whole with a W. Yes. Okay, give me the roll. It's only a (laughs) ten. It only needs to be a ten. So you bark the word at her, and all of her organs... It's, it's a good effect. It's unpleasant to look at. They slurp into her backwards on the veins and arteries and esophagi and everything like lines of spaghetti. But they, they do all get back inside of her. And she stops feigning unconsciousness and knits her eyes closed, bows her head in deep concentration, and all of the pins and bindings that have had her stuck to the wall twist and groan and then pop off and she rolls off the wall. Damn, she's cool. That would be the grossest feeling in the world, though. (laughs) Or the most satisfying. It's going to be on either... it's It's going to be on one of the extreme ends of the scale. Why not both? I imagine it feels like when you're pulling... You know when you go to get blood work and instead of using, like, a band-aid, they just use a fucking piece of cotton with a piece of tape over it? And when you go to pull that tape off and it just pulls real hard at your skin? Yeah. That's what I I think it feels like. Okay, okay. It's like that unsettling feeling where it's like, I didn't really think my skin stretched that much. (laughs) 
but you know, like times ten. Yeah. So, uh, Grant. Yes. Well, hmm. So, actually, I have to, before we get to Grant, I then have to resolve something, because Roxanne did not actively get in Silas's way. She just got Ashley's out, which means that Steiner Silas is barreling down on you. Hooray. Do I have my arm attached yet? No, you have not had that kind of time. Cool. Then I would like to... Well, he's going to keep chasing me, so i got to figure out some way to distract him. I'm figuring, like, I'm standing there with, like, my arm and my armor, you know, kind of, like, cradled in one arm, and the absolute zero wand is between my teeth. <laughs> Fuck fucking naked. Yep. Alright, so he's, like, getting right in my... So he's, like, just, like, getting right on top of me? He is trying to touch you. Cool. Light yourself on fire. He won't be able to touch you. He <laughs> <laughs> just can't catch you if you're on fire. Okay, see, so if I set my... I, I could set everything on the room on fire, but that includes you. But instead, I'm just going to, like, kind of quickly turn the crown on and off. Just like the, you know, like a flash. Flash him. Yeah. Well, I'm flashing him. I, I'm doing nothing but flashing everyone in the room right now, but... Okay, okay, okay. Um, roll me act under pressure to get the activation word out around the wand in your teeth. <laughs> like they said, we do have to physically say it. <laughs> nine. You have a plus one forward. I, yeah, I do have that one forward. Let's use that forward, ten. <laughs> okay, excellent. You flash it, and he recoils because you know previously it was just like a light in his peripheral because Emery was consuming his vision, but now it's right in his face, and he probably has better than human eyes, so that's not great for him. And he recoils from it, and he's got one hand over his eyes, and everyone can see that there's a moment where he actually like makes a kind of claw with his pointer and middle fingers and sticks them in his eyes. Fucking hardcore. He is fixing the damage you just did to him, but you have a moment. Grant? Um, was my sword in that chest? Did Steiner see that? Yes. Everything was in there. Everything was in there. I would like to try and activate my sword's abilities, so am I rolling with a penalty here for doing it from uh, afar? No, this is not a use magic. You've been awake for long enough that you, like, have a full feeling of your magic even through the pain. Okay. So no penalties to the roll. Still gonna get hurt through using it. Fifteen! You get both tags. And then before I grow it, with him distracted by Steiner, I would like to have it uh, slip out of the chest, float up behind him, and then grow. Okay. Kick some ass. Ten. Ten. What's your extra effect? Uh, my extra effect is... Would suffer less harm help at all? Probably. Okay. I would like to suffer less harm. And so that is... You, and then I'm betting that this is sneaky. 
So uh, yes, this definitely counts. So it goes to four. And then, it, please have it fly back over to me and like land on wherever my hands are, so I can get that harm transferred back into me. Because I would, I am very close to death. <sighs> you you did take the one harm from activating your sword, right? Yes, I did. Okay. I, I'm at, at a total of five. You may heal for two. Okay. We can healing slurp some of his organs back. <laughs> the, your sword pierces through him and then immediately exits so it can go back to you. And he growls and snarls and seems to get a little bit bigger as he withdraws his fingers from his eyes, now fixed. And then he points his head down the far hallway and yells, Kill! And... Then there is a crashing and a banging and a series of very heavy footsteps. And into the room comes the homunculus that was in the closet. And it's, again, just like the last one. Roxanne, when it was in the closet with you, it was the lanky little hoopachube form. But now it is fully hulked out. And it even now looks a little bit different. Its skin has a strange quality to it. There's a shimmer about it and the claws on the end of its hands and its teeth also have a strange shimmer to them. And Emery is going to continue to menace Silas because they are at least immune to his primary method of attack. No blows are changed because as the cane comes in, Silas seems to liquefy his form around it so it just flows through him. But he isn't he do, he doesn't have any room to get an attack back. Steiner. Alright. I'm scrambling for like some cover and actually get my shit together. Literally pull myself together. <laughs> no, Ashley did that. No, you did that to Ashley. Whatever. Um. Okay, okay, okay. Well, you've uh, you've taken apart and attached your arm one-handed many a time, and I assume you have like a toolkit in your arm that you can pop open and just start reattaching that shit. So. I'm going to ask for an act under pressure roll. You're going to successfully attach your arm either way, but this is going to affect how long it takes you. Yeah. A seven. Okay. Not a fail. Not a fail. It takes your entire turn to attach your arm. Have the arm. You've got your arm. Arm is online. Roxanne. Hey. Hey. I feel like I've done it once. I should try it again. Second order of business is uh, getting Grant back in one piece. Yep, yep. So I think I'd like to try it a second time. Okay. I'm really glad that roll went well. (laughs) Good rolls. (laughs) All right. So Grant, all of your organs are on the inside now. It all slurps back into you, and it feels 
at, at first, it's very unpleasant because you are feeling, you, you can actively feel as it's shifting through the atmosphere and like sliding across the wall. You can feel all of your internal organs moving much greater distances than they are ever meant to move relative to your chest cavity. But then as it all like settles back into place and becomes anchored down inside your meat again, it is immensely satisfying to be whole again. <laughs> you done fucked up, boy. Speaking up, Grant, it's your turn. Okay, am I still pinned up to the wall? Yes, you are. Would this be... <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to do this fucking trick again. But you know what? It works. Uh, is is it a uh, a stretch to say that if I had no bones, would this still be holding me up, or would I be able to like? It's you are pinned through your skin. You okay. are pinned through your skin. So no, you would have to completely liquefy yourself. All right, but what if I had no skin? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't gonna go that Next far with level. it. Next <laughs> level. All right. I was trying to rule three this shit. Um, you know what? Can I do one thing that is beyond human limitations and just like rearrange my muscles so that way they uh, they force the pins out? Yeah, sure, I'll allow that. Okay, yeah. Uh, I don't have my arm, correct? Correct. Your arm is still un unattached. It's in the box, by the way. Steiner, you were able to see Grant's arm is in the box. Seven. Uh, yeah. It's a, there's a glitch. Um. Yeah. Don't forget to take a harm. Your magic system is still fucked up. Oh, still? Roxanne okay, did not well, fix that. Okay. Uh. And did you take that with the minus one? Because that isn't healed yet. Oh, um. No, but I'll use my forward for it. Okay. Just so that way it's still a seven. Would my uh, force of will not, like, undo whatever's been done to his magic system, though? And no. It just got his inside bits back on his insides. Well, it's worth an ask. Yeah. Short duration would be shitty to do, because I only need this to work for a second. Go with well, I mean, if Good. if you picked short duration, I could I would say that like you can get your hands free, but your legs are still pinned to the wall. Like you don't have time to get everything out. But if you want to go with something else, that's also valid. Let's go with problematic side effect, so that way I'm just free. Ah, uh, problematic side effect. Okay. So, uh, you. Mess with your muscular structure a bit to force the pins out, and you collapse to the ground. And unfortunately, you are not able to unmess your muscular structure. So all of your limbs are working a little bit wrong for the time being. Okay. You are going to need to do something to fix them. All right. Uh, well, in that, in the meantime, I would try to like hobble over to uh, to Steiner so that way I can get my mask. I want my armor. If I don't get my armor, I will probably die. Okay. I need an act under pressure roll to move. To, to work my body. limbs, yes. The way that you wanted to. 
Fuck! Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. You get up onto your feet and you take a step and you just fall over. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Just like you fucking stand up and then whoops, immediately face plant. You fall like a baby trying to walk for the first time. Pretty much, yeah. God. Answer answer me, players. Is it too much to hurt you for that six? Yes. Okay, but actually answer me, and not just okay. because you're worried about your health values. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh-huh. I feel like not being able to make any forward progress is punishment enough for a six. Okay, I'm willing to accept that then. I mean, especially considering that he's kind of had to take damage for every, like, action he's taken. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Although he's got his sword back now that he can use yes. to start fixing that. Yes. Yes. Uh, NPC rounds. The homunculus is going to attack you, Steiner. It's just going to bear Ooh. down on you and try and cut you up with its claws. Okay. I do not have my armor on yet. Yeah. I would like to very much just try to dodge out of this way. Just duke it best I can. Okay. Give me the roll. Pressure. Eight. Eight. So you take reduced harm. That's three. Three total? Three total. Dang. Hurt. Yeah. It's hitting hard. You dance backwards, but its arms are long and its claws are very sharp. You are cut and you are bleeding quite badly. Silas is actually going to get out from Emery's menacing. He's able to grant do the exact idea you had for yourself originally and just turn himself into like a flesh puddle on the ground and then rapidly reform himself behind Emery. And he's going for you, Roxanne. That's unfortunate. What do you do? Hey. Uh -huh. This is made of flesh. Yes. <laughs> Very. And, um, I don't think we've worked out the rules for this, but the end of last session, I did take another rote. Yes, you did. If he's going for me, I want to, I want to go for him. Okay. I'd like to take the Queen of the Deep's crown and put it on my fucking head. <laughs> And as you do, you can feel her lifelong mastery of hydrokinesis picking at the edges of your consciousness. So let's figure out the rules for this road. Uh, so I need two requirements, which is your less onerous, may be a little, in fact, may be a little bit different. Unlike regular use magic, the cost and consequences of railing a rope are known to advance. Choose two fixed requirements for each rope from the list. Magic words and a ritual gesture. An object of power. I feel like that's obvious. Yep. Considering, like, the nature of the Queen of the Deep, 
I feel like the reasonable other thing, the other requirement would be the spilling of blood. Yeah, I'll take it. Considering, you know, she is a predator. So the spilling of blood, considering I'm a human to, uh, I don't know, coax out the power of a predatory bit of magic. Okay, okay. So, on a 10 plus, gain control over a body of water. What would happen on my 7 to 9 then? Um. Would it be like more limited control over a body of water? Like. Yeah, let's say that. Like, I feel like this is a very discretionary thing. Yeah. Partial control over a volume of water. And I will define what partial is at the time. Control over a volume of water. GM's discretion. And what happens on a miss, then? Ah, what does happen on a miss? This should be something interesting. Yeah. I have an idea, but I don't know how you're going to feel about it. Tell it to me. On a miss, like, water actively rebels against you. Hmm. As if it has a will of its own. You know, it becomes harder to move through. It sticks to you. Things like that. That's interesting enough that I'll take it. I, it's just a thought. You don't have to go with it. No, I like it. Good. Water hates you for ten minutes. <laughs> oh, you know, I know. Hmm? So, like, a ten plus should just be, like, gain control over a, bottom, a body of liquid that contains water. And, like, a seven to nine should just should be, like, gain partial control over, over water rather than, like, just something that contains water, you know? Like, on a 10+, plus, as long as there is water present, it succeeds. On a 7 to 9, it only works on water and with limited control. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking that out loud. All right. I, I guess that's worked out, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see how it works in play, I guess. Yeah, and uh, on figuring all this out means it's time to cast it. This is technically a use magic, so you're going to be rolling use magic. And I think at this point, I'm willing to have Grant and Roxanne recover from their magic exhaustion. Ray, I'm always happy to hear that. So you can cast it at full. So roll me use magic, please. Okay. Thank God it's a 13. 13. I still nice. take a harm, though. You do still take a harm as part of the bloodletting required. So tell me what you're doing. Considering the man is more flesh than a lot of other things, <laughs> literally all I want to do is, like, I don't know, I assume he's gonna fucking crash down on me like a wave. So I just slip the crown on 
throw my hand out, and he stops. Stock still, just like when it happened to anybody else. Excellent. I guess that was kind of a reaction. Technically, it was his turn, I, I guess, but... Yeah, that was your reaction to his move. It was cool, so... And then further NPCs. Steiner, you just took a pretty bad hit, and Silas is pretty locked up, so uh, Emery is going to pull aggro for you going to get up in the homunculus's business, smack it around with their cane. And as the blows connect, you know, the, the kinetic force does hit. And Emery, in fact, like gets a couple of real good hits in and seems to break one of the homunculus's arms. But then it snaps its arm and it's moving it perfectly again. Super great. But they still have it menaced. And Roxanne, you've got Silas locked down. Ashley is gonna just go over to the chest, find her gun, walk back over to Silas and just put her gun to his temple and pull the trigger. I mean, that's an admirable bot, but I don't know how well it works. Well, it works insofar as part of Silas's head is turned into a fine mist. However, you can tell with your sense of the water in his body, his heart hasn't stopped beating. So he's not actually dead. That would be too easy. Steiner. Alright, well, the armor can go on pretty fast once I actually get it into place. Yeah, I won't, let, I won't have that be a part of your turn. It's done. Maybe there's like a little kind of in front of this, this is definitely meant to be worn over pants. <laughs> First, I flip my, vi my goggles on, because if I remember right, last time, Gregory Pie had a uh, complete analysis of these homunculi. Oh, yeah. As soon as you engage Gregory Fi, the homunculus just explodes into probabilities. You have all kinds of information about how it's probably going to be moving. So every action you take against the homunculus is at a plus one. So I definitely want to back up Emery because I do not want them also to be, get clawed up. So I am going to, um, hmm. Before you do, because again, you aren't doomed, so it's good DM etiquette to give you opportunities to learn things. I would like you to use Doors of Perception. So you have a theory on the claws. So what specifically do you want out of Doors of Perception here? The analyze a clue through magical means. Alright, so that's just a regular investigating mystery roll. Yeah, you roll weird to use doors of perception and then you roll investigate a mystery. Okay. 
Oh, 11. Man. Very good. No glitch. And then you roll Investigate. 13. Advanced Investigate a Mystery. Nice. So you can ask me two of basically anything about the homunculus. Okay. Do those claws have the same effect as my sword? Yes. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yup. It's not perfect. Your sword is better. But mechanically speaking, yes. Alright. Uh, second question. Mm-hmm. What's the best way I have available to me to halt the regeneration process? So, bad news is you probably can't because you don't know anything about alchemy or how this was formulated. However, Grant, do you remember that little hyper-important thing that you found in the students' dorms about? Yeah, the, uh, the, the kill... The, the kill serum. Yes, that's it. Probably can't kill this thing with martial force. We'll probably need to apply that. Right. And you know what? Give me another sharp roll. Yeah, okay. Eight. An eight. You've already got a pretty good idea of where it is, roughly speaking. in the drawer, because... I know it's been three weeks, but... It's been three weeks. What'd you learn at the start of the mystery? Oh! Lasers hurt? No, 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 no! The... Your vision! Oh, the... Yeah, yeah, no, I thought... The vision, the warehouse... The grate... Yes, it wasn't a warehouse. It was a room that you recognize now that you are standing in it. Okay. Well, this is kind of shitty to do to Emery, but I gotta, like, hold off. Just kind of yell out the warning to them, though. Do not get hit by those claws. Don't try to block it with your cane. Won't work. Be right back. I'm gonna find that great. You see them, like, jump back from the homunculus, and they do something to their artificial leg, and then they get back up into their fighting stance. I'm gonna look for that break. That's, that's a lot of information yeah. gathering I had you do on your turn, so, Roxanne, what's up? Hmm, well... <laughs> Silas definitely isn't dead. Yes, I, I, I know enough to know that is true. I'd probably be able to feel, you know, his body, like, performing autonomous functions, even without the brain. Yep, yep. Can I do something? If I try to do something, will I release the hole on him? Uh, it'll depend on what it is and how well you roll. I would like to try and use my touch attack on him. It will release the hold, but after the attack. Okay. Or rather, during the attack. So he'll be able to attack you back. Okay. I don't think I can just hold him forever. I feel like the longer I hold him, the better chance he has of coming up with a counterattack. I don't know, mm -hmm. he's gonna fucking shunt a bone at me. 
<laughs> that sounds like a you are exactly correct laugh. Um. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to warn Ashley to get back before I do it. But yeah, I'm going to... As best as I can do to a uh, wall of flesh, I'm going to pounce on it like a feral fucking animal. <laughs> Alright, he's still mostly humanoid right now. He's oh. missing a head, and he's a little bit gloopy. Yeah, alright. He's pretty human-shaped at the moment. So I'm gonna roll tough. Okay. Give it to me. Thank God I got Twelve. Aha. What's your advanced effect? You would think I would like to take no harm at all, but actually what I would like is I would like to uh, to deal double damage. Okay. Because that lets you heal for four, just straight out. Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> what a good... Yeah, I just get my fucking fingers a real deep in there and suck the fucking life out of them. Okay. It's, uh... It feels worse than it usually does. You don't heal for less, but something about Silas's life force is a little bit fucked up in a way that's like... It's like you're eating meat that is on the razor's edge of going rancid. Little curdled. Smells a bit funky. It's probably poured out after this. <laughs> and, uh... I'm not too proud to admit that you absolutely fucking called it. You, uh, you gotta get in real close to put your hands on him and use this attack. And so you are within perfect range for a lot of his bones to explode out of his body into you. Take four harm, subtract armor, and you are restrained, because you are pinned to him by his bones. That's a shame for him. It might be a shame for you, because his next turn is coming before yours. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. I just want to say I'm going to refrain from making any number of jokes about that situation. That's a professional courtesy. Uh, however, before his turn, it's Grant's. Um, how solid is he right now? Uh, I mean, that's a question that varies from second to second. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I'd like to try and... Uh, no, because if I don't get... I would like to try and... Do you want to fix your fucked up body? Uh, I, yes, I would actually like to fix up my fucked up body. First, I would like to fix up my fucked up magic part of my body, and then I would like to fix up the fucked up physical part of my body that I caused with magic. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, unfortunately, fixing the fucked up magical part of your body is going to require use magic. Yeah, that's why I want, that's why I want to do it first, because if I fix the magic part so that way I don't take extra harm trying to fix the physical part. Yep. Still take harm to start, though. Yep. Then you can give me the roll. That's a 12! Hey, 12. Nice. What that advanced effect is going to be is that I'm not going to make you roll fixing the fucked up physical part of your body at a penalty. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, I was going to ask if I could get both with the advanced, but with, without a penalty, I will take. 14! <laughs> 
Nice. Okay, yeah, sure. You know what, Grant Harrison? Hmm. Heal one harm. Thank you. Grant's right as rain. In his underwear, but right as rain. Stands up, sort of stretches, and goes, Okay, uh, time to kill this bastard. <laughs> and then it's the NPC rounds. So, Emery and the homunculus are going to continue to fight each other. And everyone can see that whatever adjustment Emery just did to their leg has changed their fighting style subtly. They're not really attacking anymore. They're flitting about the homunculus's space and just baiting attacks out and getting out of the way. The whatever sort of kinetic storage they have set up, they must be like unloading it in smaller bursts to be like not flash step fast, but they are better at evading this way. So they're both good. Until the homunculus gets annoyed at Emery just being just out of range all the time and just opens up their mouth, its eyes dilate, and it fires a huge fucking laser that is uh, actually gonna hit you, Grant, if you don't get out of the way. Uh, yeah, so I will try to dodge out of the way on that, because I'm pretty sure if I get hit, I will probably die. I'll probably die. Seven. Seven. Hmm. Hmm. I'll have Ashley spend her turn, spend her action, like, diving and getting you out of the way to reduce the harm by one more. So okay. you're only taking two total. Okay. Uh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, it's the last hunt. I want it to be scary. So that's Ashley and Emery and the homunculus. And then there's Silas, who, Roxanne, you are currently attached to physically. Yeah. And oh, FYI, oh. I did get a plus one from using a rope. Uh, okie doke. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure that bit of bookkeeping was there. No problem. Because I'm gonna have you roll as you feel his bones begin to infiltrate your body. Like, there was obviously the big traumatic piercing as they all smashed into you. But now you can feel like threads of bone beginning to weave their way into you. And it's less effective because in your angel form you don't have like human muscle fibers for him to glom onto. I have not organs. But if he completes this move, it could still be very bad for you. So what do you do in response? Hmm. My first reaction is to just like, because he's still touching me by trying to infiltrate me, it would be to like 
just suck the life out of the bones as they try and pierce me. But I don't know how well that would work. It doesn't feel like the correct answer. That's what I should say. So... I would like to... Using my alarming my alarming strength, just break the fucking bones. <laughs> I am. How do I put this? I feel like they are probably not going to re- either not going to respond or not respond as well once they're separated from his body or from his main center. Oh anyway, yeah, I'm just gonna fucking bring my arm down as hard as I can on the bones while flexing my abs. <laughs> if they're through my midsection, I'm, I'm going to try and crush them with my incredible abs. <laughs> Do you have any moves that would make this better for you? Joke answer, cast the bones. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. Like do like a really fast flurry of blows and use my preternatural speed, which I somehow did not ever bother to copy over to this sheet to break them faster. I mean, this is a time-sensitive operation, so... Yeah, I'll allow that. Hey. Act under pressure at a plus one. Cool. Don't say it. Cool. I got cool. a ten. Nice. You flex. The bones break. The You can feel the shit still inside you, but you've successfully disconnected yourself from Silas. Gross. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. <laughs> Steiner. Alright, well, I gotta find that grate, which I think yeah. I have a pretty good idea of where it is now. Yeah. Would it be act under pressure or investigate a mystery? What do we think, players? Well, I feel like we are under pressure. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like it's it's an act under pressure thing. I feel like act under pressure is locate the gate and get in the gate. Yes. Right. Do we get like any sort of bonuses since I like had a previous vision of where this thing is? Yeah, actually. I'll say that you can... Like, close your eyes, re-envision the scene that you saw, and you are able to, like, orient the features of the room such that you know, like, along which wall you need to be looking. Cool, so that's just, like, a plus one, or...? Yes, plus one. Well... Twelve. How about them? Do you have that move advanced? No, I only have kick some ass and investigate a mystery. Okay. So... So I'm just kind of... I can find it and scramble to it. Yeah. And uh, with a with a 12, with your armor and with your hyper sword, I won't make you roll to get the grate off the wall, and you can just jam your hand in there and feel around, and you eventually find what feels like a hypodermic needle attached to the wall. And it's like, it, it's not duct tape to the wall, but it also doesn't require more than a swift jerk to deattach it. So you have acquired the kill serum. Congrats. I didn't actually figure out how to 
get this in Roxanne. It's me, Roxanne. It's you. So soon, again, we are speaking. Yeah, weird how that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Silas appears to be regrowing his head. I wonder how well he can think without his head. Oh, uh, well, enough to regrow it. And also to explode his bones at you. That's fair. You know what? Knowing him, he probably relocated his brain in the time that it took Ashley to line up her shot. Makes sense, makes sense. I'm not going to go for the regrowing brain. I'm actually just going to go in for the touch attack again. Just because I don't know how well armored Silas is. And it pierces armor, so as long as I hit, I guarantee to get two, and I heal back two, so... It seems Mm -hmm, like a pretty mm -hmm. good idea. I'm going to roll tough. Okay. Okay, it's him. Extra. My extra effect is... I'd like to suffer less harm. Okay. Reach out. Where do you touch this awful man? I don't like the way you put that. (laughs) (laughs) Fill us on the doll. Where you touch this awful man. Uh, I go for the last place I I felt his heart at. Okay. He didn't appear to have moved his heart, so you are able to just place your hand on his chest and pull again. And it's, again, a simultaneous thing. You place your hand on his chest, and his hand, with speed to match your own, whips out and touches a matching place on your chest. And as you pull energy from him, he pumps a different energy into you. And you just go full body limp. You still dealt the damage and you still get the heal, but it's like he hits you with a taser without actually running any current through you. You Hmm. can't move anything. Grant, your body is less fucked up you're still yeah. hurt, I'd imagine, and yeah, you are um, yeah. unarmored. Yes. As I am running for the chest to grab my armor, I would like to cast uh, use magic on myself so I can try and fucking heal a harm. Uh, well, that's a lot of actions there, buddy. Oh, oh okay. Well, in that case, uh, I will just move for the armor then. Okay, act under pressure. That's the opposite of good. That is, in fact, the opposite of good. You have a hold. I, I do have a hold, so I will choose to use that hold. Okay. So, just like Steiner, the roll was not to determine whether you do it or not. You do do it. Roll is to determine how long it takes. It's going to take your entire turn to get to the box and get your armor on. Just so you know, this is a one-size-fits-all, so it does not, like, create an extra arm sleeve that is, uh, that is just dangling useless. No, it, it just stops where, uh, where the part where my stump is. Stump is, yeah. Alright. NPC rounds. We begin with Emery, who turns their head back into the entry hallway and hollers down, Mags, now? And you hear someone running up the hallway. And Magpie 
crests into the room, one foot touchdown, and then the room lurches violently. There's an earthquake happening. Oh boy. And it's a bad one. It's the worst one to date. Cracks are crawling up the walls as the room becomes damaged by the seismic forces. What does anybody do? Lay there uh, limply like a ragdoll. <laughs> I know this. I get under the door frame. I... Okay, but, but non-comedically. No, no. Like, I would like to use magic to do one thing that is beyond human limitations, which is just levitate. Not worse. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not full-on flight, uh, but just sort of, like, hover in place so that I am not lurching around everywhere. Okay. Featherfall. You cast Featherfall and jump as high as you can. Yeah. Give me the roll. Nine. What's your glitch? Well, I can't take one harm, ignore armor, or I would die. <laughs> <laughs> Again. And Adel's not here to bail you out this time. No. I'll go with weakened. It, it, like, I, okay. I'll, I'll, like, touch down earlier than I would hope to, essentially. Uh, okay. Weakened okay. preparation, that's the same thing. Yeah. Steiner, Roxanne. Hmm. Roxanne, you have options available to you beyond I lay there like a puddle. Uh, can I use... I feel like my... I never said I took the crown off. Can I use hydrokinesis still? Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to spill blood, but... I'd like to... I don't know, like, I, I assume maybe I can at least, like, bite my tongue still while I'm, uh... Yeah, I'll allow that. Yeah, okay. I'm going to hydrokinesis myself to uh, basically put my to basically push myself out of the way of any like falling debris or anything like that. I love it. Just puppeteer your ass. Let's see how good my weird roll does. Uh, I, I got a know. nine. I would like to use my forward to make that a ten. Okie doke. I use my forward to get a forward. <laughs> No, that doesn't work like that. I know. <laughs> Same role as Grant's thing, where you can't use it and then get it right back. The same thing. Yeah, I know. But it would be fun if I could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess with a 10, I could theoretically just, like, do what Grant is trying to do. I can lift myself up by the water in my own body, maybe? Oh, wait, no, I'm... I'm Monster Roxanne right now. I can't do that. Yeah? I have a different idea. Okay. Can I fucking grab the Silas and try and use him as a human shield? The <laughs> <laughs> uh, most literal interpretation of human shield possible. Okay, so you already rolled a 10. I'll allow it. I won't make you re-roll. I won't retroactively apply penalties. But it is going to put you in a bad position. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I hope something falls on him. <laughs> that would at least make me happy. And then Steiner. 
Uh, so I'm thinking that while everybody else is like trying to scramble to cover cover themselves or protect themselves, this is probably the one of the better shots I'm going to take in getting the kill serum into the homunculus. Ah, okay. I mean, I figure he's going to be off balance too. Yeah. I also figure I probably need to hit him in a soft spot with this thing. I don't think a little needle's going to do it. Or maybe just make a soft spot. So, this is going to be two rolls. You're first going to have to roll to get over there without eating shit, and then you're going to have to roll to get the needle in. Rolling to get the needle in will be at a bonus. Rolling to get over there will be at a penalty. I'm just trying to figure out how much the bonus and how much the penalty should be. Because this is a real bad earthquake and you're trying to cross the room while it's happening. So is, is this a one or a two? What do we think? If you're saying if you're saying it's real bad, like I, just, I'm sorry, ape. I I think yeah, it's probably uh, real two. bad minus two. Okay, act under pressure then. Add a minus two. Yeah. Well, no good. It's a five. Experience. Is there a way that Grant could conceivably help out here? Uh, try to extend my magic field so that way he's a bit lighter and uh, would be able to like jump over gaps more effectively. You can't see it, but I'm shrugging my shoulders. Yeah. Okay. So, Grant, you know about the kill serum and you can see that Steiner's got some kind of needle that he's produced from nowhere and he's fixing to get at the homunculus so you can put two and two together so I want to use magic roll and then I want to help out okay well that's an 11 cool uh, if I turn that into a 12 do I have still have to roll help out yes but I would give you a good bonus to it I think I'll save the forward just in okay. case this doesn't go too well. Wow. Should have not done that. I'll let you do it retroactively, because I'm feeling nice. Okay, yeah, sure. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll do it retroactively okay. then. So that's a 12, and then whatever you're willing to turn that 5 into. A 7. Okay. So, Steiner, your 5 also turns into a 7. Okay. So, like, Almost, but not quite. Eat shit. <laughs> yep. You successfully cross the room. However, the earthquake is reaching its apex as you go in for the homunculus. So while it too is quite thoroughly distracted, uh, you are highly off balance. So you will be making this administration roll flat. Alright, so let's roll another five. Leaving you. I'm glad somebody does. Not a five. Not a five. Not Great. a five. Cool, cool. So I'm just like, okay. jump on this thing's back and just try to jam the needle into this, like, into this thing's mouth, I guess. Yeah. It's just fucking stab it into its cheek and hit the button on it and it 
goes, you can hear the mechanism inside click. And uh, your penalty for rolling less than perfectly is that it like reaches up, grabs you off the back of its neck, and hurls you at the far wall. And you hit it. You hit it hard. Uh, take f- four? Subtract armor? Ooh. So, the earthquake is still resolving. Grant, you rolled a partial success. Yes. So, uh, you are getting a couple of minus ones thrown at you. Okay. Just for your next couple of actions, you've got some minus ones. And, and that is going to be because... While your armor does shield you from when you, like, hit the ground at the apex of the earthquake and then rock forward and smack your dome into the wall, you, you aren't hurt by it, but it does ring your bell. So you're going to be off a little bit. Clank, 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 the trolley! <laughs> Roxanne, you are able to in his slightly amorphous state stretch and bend Silas to get him how you like him so he can shield you from any falling debris and in your boneless crumpled state you're not gonna fall over you're not even standing upright and Ashley was not at all ready for this unfortunately so she is going to eat shit and Emery has the way they've been fighting they have been unstable on their feet already and so this hitting they also just eat shit and Magpie also unfortunately eats shit but the end of the NPC rounds comes upon us, and it's back to Steiner's turn. Steiner, the homunculus is dissolving. It appears to be falling apart, but not so quickly that it's going to be unable to menace you all in coming turns. Hmm. And unfortunately, all of your NPC support just kinda ate shit. Okay. So, what would well, you like to all do? All I need to do is wait it out. Not saying that you have to do anything to the homunculus. You can't just wait it out and tend to your injuries or somebody else's injuries. Or set up something else. It's up to you. I'm just letting you know the state of things. I would like to tend to my injuries because they are not great. I am at five right now. Okay, well, you can either spend your turn to, for free, heal one, or spend your turn using Medic? Gosh, I don't trust my cool rolls right now, but I risk it anyway. I don't like leaving Emery and Magpie vulnerable to the thing, though. They're in better shape than you are, all told. Alright, I'm gonna try to heal up a little bit while everybody's kind of like recovering. Please, not a failure. Ten, I'll finish. Hey! 
It's heal for two. I'm not unstable. Nice. I don't know how I reverse homoculization, but I do it somehow. Well, you heal the instability that was inflicted by all of the wounds you've taken. There's still a narrative issue of your homunculization, which we'll talk about that later. Uh, Roxanne. Hello. Hello. You're a puddle. I am? Lost the best part. Yeah, you still are. Silas hit you. Oh, right, right. The... Okay. The way you described it did not. Yeah. <laughs> the word puddle was not evocative of how I, I was thinking about that. That's okay. <laughs> you're you're a pile of limbs on the ground. Yeah, it happens sometimes. Well, I feel like there's nothing for this but to use force of will. Okay. Because this had to be magically done, so I've got to magically undo it. Yep, yep. Wow. Oof. This is literally the worst roll I could make. What does force of will do on a failure? Um... Uh, it doesn't say it does anything on it, this, actually. Okay. So, it just fails. I'm not going to, like, hurt you for it or anything. <laughs> Nothing happens. Yeah. But you are not able to get your mouth into the correct shape to speak yourself back into coherence. Mm. However, I'm not going to say that that's your entire turn. I'll let you do something else if you can think of a thing to do in your current state. Well, I did kind of grab uh, Silas last night, last turn. Uh-huh. I'd like to away him from me. <laughs> okay. I, I would like him away in the most expedient way possible. Yeah, you can just fucking huck him across the room. Like, not toward anybody else, just like in the most, in the least dangerous corner I can put him in. Got it. It's done. I won't make you roll for it. I'll just say that that ends your hydrokinesis upon him. Fair enough. And Grant. Grant would like to spend the entire turn healing as much as possible, please. First aid, etc. Okay, so... Is that... Is that you can spend your entire turn to heal for one, no rolls required. Okay. Or you can use other moves to heal in other ways. Up to you. I'd rather take the sure thing, because if I roll weird and it glitches, then it's going to be bad for me. And... I'll, I'd rather just eat the entire turn taking the guaranteed thing until uh, I guess Magpie can get on her feet and help out a little bit more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so, heal one. Alright, there we go. I've healed one. Very good. Coming back to the NPCs again. Magpie, Emery, and Ashley are basically going to spend their entire turns getting up. None of them look good for the falls that they just took. There's some bleeding and twisted ankles showing up on all three of them. But they all look in better shape than you guys, all told. And 
Silas is going to unpuddle himself, finish regrowing his head, and then cast some kind of spell on the homunculus. You all cannot tell what it is exactly. And the homunculus, for its part, is going to vanish. Well, we've done this before. You've done this yep. before. Steiner, your turn. Alright. Well, I've literally, well, not literally seen this bullshit before, but put the goggles in the magic mode and let's kick some ass here. Okie dokie. You get a minus one because of the indistinctness of your vision, but otherwise, roll it. Hold on, I have plus one because of the Gregory Pie. And yes, pie. you do. So Thank you for reminding me. Balances out, then. Yes, you're rolling net. Is it still this? Like, I wouldn't be able to tell now. It's still dissolving, though, right? Yes, it is. You could okay. tell that in the moments before it vanished, it was falling apart more. So what do I want to do instead of, like, trying to, you know, murder it more since it's already, you know, killing itself, rather? I want to just, like, keep it in lockdown, so I want to go for the stun ray. Alright. Nine. Good enough. Nine. Good enough. Alright. So you aim center mass, plug it, and everybody can see the shower of sparks that ripple across its form and it's it's stunned it is unable to respond to this attack Roxanne hey hey I feel like I should do that thing again I would like to be able to move please okay uh, I'm gonna roll force of will again I believe in you I got an 11 my Hooray. belief has been rewarded Hooray. I can move again. Nice. I can move. I can fight. <laughs> hey, uh, what do you what do you say to get yourself up and running again? Well, I've used this one before to deal with uh, paralysis, so it is still just freedom. Got it. All right. So, up on your feet, ready to fight. What do you do? You know, I'm going to throw you a curveball here. Uh-huh. I'm going to read a bad situation. Okay. Wait, you read a bad situation? No, I'm not. Mmm. Hey, I leveled up. Would anybody like to try helping? Read a bad situation? Yeah. If you can justify it. What are you trying to do exactly when you read a bad... Uh... I mean, it's read a bad situation. It's just kind of a generally helpful thing to have to do. I just want to see if there's anything like going on that uh, I'm missing here. Like, I'm just trying, trying to take a breath, take stock, learn whatever you can to improve everybody's lives right now. Yeah, figure out what I can do in this situation. We kind of also get like a plus one from reading about the situation and acting on it. So I just realized that. something. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm still holding the absolute zero one. You are. You are. You are. Yes. I don't know why that just hit me, but that's like, it just suddenly 
came to me. I've been trying. Do you still have it in your mouth? I've been trying to get to you to get it, but I've been just eating so much shit that I haven't <laughs> had the opportunity. I just like apparently stuck it in my. I don't even have pockets. I just. I, I what have I been? You have one pocket. No. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Nature's power. I'm sure. I'm sure that your fucking power armor, yeah, has like a nook you could have tucked it into. You originally intended it to be a coffee cup cup holder. Um, this is like completely unrelated to Roxanne needing help. I just suddenly remembered. Yeah. Anyway, um, how about this? How about this? Steiner, you shutting down the homunculus is a good first half of a help out. Grant, if you can justify a way that you could like. Cause Silas problems enough to give Roxanne a moment to breathe and take all the take the stock she needs. I would let you roll the help out. Um, or I would, actually, I would let I, either of you roll I the help. I did out. have kind of an idea since the, like this. Well, we don't exactly have Silas on the ropes just yet, but we are putting up significantly more of a fight than I think he ever expected. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So can I just, like, I wanted to do this at some point. I guess this is a decent enough time. I just want to kind of, like, try to intimidate him a little bit. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is I want to, like, flick the crown back back on. And looks. well, does he still have eyes? Just, like, his eyes, is there an there eye situation going on? He regrew his head. Okay. He has eyeballs. So I want to flick the crown back on, just like for effect. I'm not trying to blind him, just for effect. I just want to look him in the eyes and say, The steward of heaven has bid us strike you down. I like that a lot, actually. Steiner, you can roll me help out. God, I hope this works. Okay, it works. Yeah. It's good Good enough. enough. I don't love all that. So, Roxanne, you get one hold. Um, yeah, I feel like the question to ask in this situation is just, what's most vulnerable to me? What can I do that to most hamper the, the villain's schemes? Okay, so your hydrokinesis has been pretty good at shutting down Silas's flesh shaping. Although you've done it so often, he's probably figured out a way to attack you regardless at this point. So you can keep doing that to shut down his... The, the thing he is most expert at. That won't shut him down, but it will make him significantly less dangerous. Outside of that, anything you can do to help with... Steiner's efforts to keep the homunculus on lockdown until it expires under its own biological processes would be good at making everything less dangerous for everybody. Oh, I know exactly how I could. Are you going to turn into a snake? No. Huh. Uh, I don't know if I can still do that on my turn. Tell me what you want to do, and I will... So this homunculus has got to have some sort of like circulatory system, right? That's how the uh, the poison gets through its uh, body. Presumably. And 
I would assume whatever it is, whatever its circulatory system is, it's water-based. Basically, I want to use hydrokinesis to make its blood pump faster in order to uh, <laughs> in order to circulate the poison through its body and make it shut down faster. All right, all right, I like it, I like it. One snag, though. Mm-hmm. Damn thing's invisible. That's unfortunate. That is. Which form are you in? Uh, monster form, the one with all the eyes. Hmm. Uh, do you know what... Uh, what? Do you know what, uh, what animal can, like, sense body heat? Are you going to say a snake? <laughs> Some species of snakes. Like boa constrictors. I was just going to say, like... You said it's sort of falling apart, right? Is it leaving a like, yeah. trail of bits and bobs that are falling off? Not yet. It's not that far along yet. Okay. It's, I'd really like to call the museum back. snake. I can't cast magic when I'm a snake. Well, I don't know. I've never tried. Considering all of your magic requires verbalization. What if I just... Oh, it does? Um, what if I, uh... No, because I still don't know where it is. I guess I'll just have to set myself up for next turn. Uh, and instead use this turn to, uh... I use magic to do one thing that is beyond human limitations and let myself see the homunculus. I wouldn't give you perfect vision like Grant can do with his Vox and I, but I would give you the partial vision that Steiner can get with his goggles. I'll go for it. I will I will I will roll the bones on that. Alright. Seriously. Yeah, hmm. I don't I don't suppose I got a plus one from my uh read about situation do i um yeah actually because you're acting on the plan to affect the homunculus to get it down early so instead of miss so what's your glitch my glitch i mean i'm going to take one arm oh okay and then great my best resource right now uh step one peekaboo okay you can see the homunculus. It's looking a little bit fall apart, but not critically so yet. Uh, step two. Missile that bastard straight into, um, into the other bastard, whose name I'm brain farting on right now. Cutler. You're, sh- tr- you're trying to m- get the homunculus into Cutler? I'm, I'm going to use Wind Blast to forcefully shove the homunculus into Cutler and, like, hopefully topple Cutler over or, like, fuck him up in some other way during his turn and also get the, uh, get the homunculus away from all of us. Okay. I want to warn you, though. You're rolling this shot at a minus one, and if you don't take reduced harm, you will die. Because this thing does have a far tag attack. Oh, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it shoots lasers. <laughs> it does shoot lasers. does shoot lasers. And it's hawked out, so all of its damage is worse. 
Well, it was a good plan while it lasted. Well, it lasted was about, like, ten seconds. Yeah, but, like, it was a good plan. Yeah, I mean, you can always spend luck. I could always spend luck. Well, you only live once. <laughs> I spend a while. Not you, you live twice. <laughs> I spend luck. It's a 12. I take no harm. Okay. And I level, up, I level up and I immediately get that harm. No, 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 I don't. That's only an 8. Shit. Never mind. Okay, I fixed it. I fixed it. Wait, I keep trying what? to cheat. I keep trying to cheat. I thought I leveled up. Because I'm spending you spent luck. luck. Yeah. Yeah. You spent luck. Get experience. No, I don't. It's not a 6. I I give you oh, luck we... regardless if it's a 6. Oh, I give you experience okay. level luck regardless. Well, then, yeah, I, I level, always have. Yep, I level up and I uh, and I immediately get that luck point back. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I, and I take no harm. <laughs> Very good. So, uh, yeah, you, you angle the shot and slam Silas with his own creation. And... Uh, instead of firing its laser at you, Grant, it's going to scream. And it's able to narrow its scream, actually, to just hit you. So, roll plus tough. Add a minus one. Seven. Seven. Okay. Uh, you are... Your vision is blurry. You are... Uh, unsteady on your feet. You are not stunned into inaction, but you are not great right now. NPCs. So, Emery isn't about to go, like, attack a cornered animal. Especially since they have to get into hand range in order to do so. So they are going to hold back. And, uh, what's everybody's harm values right now? Three. Two. Okay. Grant, Magpie is going to come over to you and put her hands on you and heal you for two. Uh, I, as, as she does this, I go, I, I look at her and I go, you are my best friend in this current moment. And who's at three? Uh, I was. Okay. Steiner, Ashley is going to come over to you and she is going to use magic on you to heal one harm. Okay. And then it's the enemy NPCs. I appreciate it, but slightly confused. But why? You're damaged, and you're more damaged than anybody else on the team right now. I just feel like there are maybe better uses of Ashley something, but I'm not going to complain about that. I am complaining, but yeah, it's, it's fine, it's fine. Old man Steiner's just upset he's being fussed over. <laughs> and then for the enemy NPCs. Grant, you're the only one that has a clear vision of exactly what happens, but Steiner, you can kind of get a sense. And Roxanne, you can also kind of get a sense. When the homunculus hit Silas, like in the corner, Silas kind of splattered in a very water balloony way, like all over the wall. He went very fluid. But now in this moment, 
Silas's fluid all over the wall falls off the wall onto the homunculus. Oh no. And it seems to absorb into it. And what that looks like to Roxanne and Steiner is that Silas just falls on something invisible and then disappears. And to Grant, you can see that the flesh is seeping into the homunculus skin. And then something changes about it. There's an intelligence behind its eyes. And a deliberateness to its stance as it gets back up. And it opens up its mouth and sweeps a laser across the room. Everybody needs to roll to avoid. Steiner rolls a 10, very good. Dive perfectly out of the way. Roxanne rolls a 12, very good. Grant rolls a 6. Oh. Oopsie doopsie. Uh, Roxanne, you are rolling advanced act under pressure, potentially. Do you have that move? I do believe you do. I do. It is one of my my advanced moves. What do you want to do with that advancement? I'd like to help Grant out. I would like to do what I can to make Grant's life less bad in this situation. So, Grant, uh, you're kind of like... Stunned into the at this display and just don't react at all as the laser comes in. Roxanne just fucking grabs you by a plate on the back of your armor and yanks you down. You're taking three harm instead of four. Subtract armor. Okay. You do have your armor on by now, right? Yeah, yeah. I okay. I slapped that. Steiner, you're up. All right. Um. Is the effect of the scream still, you know, is Grant still all dizzy and such? Grant is still all dizzy and such. Okay. Is it going to clear like that on his turn, or how's this working? Some action will need to be done to clear it up. Hmm. Okay. Well, then here's what I wanted to do. I'm going to scramble over to Grant. And mm-hmm. I'm going to use Doors of Perception to try to give him a plus one. He had to roll tough for it, right? So, yep. yes, tough. Okay. Roll use magic. Eleven. Nice. No glitch. Grant, you have plus one to tough for the remainder of the mystery. Cool. And then I also slip in the absolute zero wand. Ah, yes. Thank you. I think this is yours. Oh, yeah, thanks. Roxanne? Yeah, um... Huh, I'm wondering how this is going to affect the, uh, poison. Yeah, you know what? I am going to use hydrokinesis again. Okay. And, uh... I do want to try and quick. I still want to try and quicken the, uh... The poison through its system. Or, like... Given the chance, I would like to physically move the poison through its system using hydrokinesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, so I'm gonna roll Give me the roll. You're taking a minus one because of partial visibility. Okay. Do I still have a plus one for my act under pressure, or 
or, or not yes, uh, read about read it. Yeah. So, yeah. Net zero. Thank you for keeping track, player. Hey, that's I, a seven. I got a seven. Your discretion, to what extent? Okay, so I know what it is, but I'm not going to tell you because it's information you wouldn't have access to. But rest assured, good things are happening as a result of this, but not as good as you would like. Alright. And then it's Grant. So, is Cutler, like, merging with this thing, or merged with this thing, or is he just... Or did he... Merged with it. Alright. They have fused. Okay. I square my shoulders, I look over at it, and I point my absolute zero wand, I'm like, Hey, asshole! Want to find out what this does? Didn't you... How do you clear your vision? I don't. Uh, yeah. But, hmm. You're all... Oh. You're all fucky right now. He's still invisible, right? Yeah. I close my eyes and just look through my uh, Vox and I. I... Yeah, I guess that's an alright solution. I've done it before. I mean, I thought of... I was trying to give you a boss. I mean, like... You gave me the absolute zero one. What am I going to... <laughs> like, well, I thought you were going to like try to clear your head and then well, use it. I mean... Eh. Eh. Anyway, here I go. I'm using a luck. Fuck it. That's a 12. <laughs> okay. Jesus. <laughs> and... Uh, and I deal double harm. Okay. Okay. So, here, here's how this goes down. Here's how this goes down. Is Cutler already knows what that wand can do. I mean, he held it, and he presumably had time to fuss with it while you were knocked out. So when you square up and start charging the shot, he knows what's coming. So as you are getting the shot ready, he winds up and points his claws into a spear, and then his hand like twists to form all of the claws into a single point. And then as you fire the bolt, he thrusts his hand forward and his arm extends. And there is this massive spear on the end of it. And that's four harm ignore armor coming at you, which I know will kill you. So, my other players, would any of you like to take a bullet right now? It's for harm subtract armor, you said? Don't ignore. Ignore. I cannot take that. I will die also. I can take that. I mean, I was going to take it anyway, but... Yeah, but if uh, if Steiner takes it and dies at anyway, he just spend a look to come back well, to life. Well, it'll just put me at, it'll put me at one left, but I can take it. I mean, I. <laughs> you can roll defend. This is not a move that gets used very often. No. Oh, I thought this was just like a you're just straight up take the harm kind of deal. No, protect someone is a move. You roll plus tough. Oh yeah, I did used to use that a lot as Cooper, and I forgot it existed it. because I haven't done it in like a, a year or so. And also, uh, you can spend luck to negate harm completely. Alright, Yeah, Chloe, go ahead. Fucking do it. I got a 10. Save your brother. And you got a 10. Okay, so, uh, we don't get to talk about this very often, but Protect Someone does have 10 plus options. They are 
You hold the enemy back, you inflict harm on the enemy, all impending danger is now focused on you, you suffer little harm. Minus one harm. I think the only sensible solution is I suffer a little harm. Okay, take three harm, ignore armor. So, Grant, your sister dives in front of you and catches this massive enchanted spear that you could tell your life was beginning to flash before your eyes. That was your death coming for you. You didn't even go out on that pool of a one line. But your shot does successfully connect. And as always, it doesn't just instantly annihilate your enemy. Oh, yeah. And especially in this case, because in addition to attacking you, Cutler is able to adjust the location and configuration of his physical mass to deal with that. So what you instead get is you watch as you know your sister is gored and your shot is closing in the body like full body shakes and the regular non hulked out homunculus jumps out of the hulked out muscle mass <laughs> okay and it's visible now to everybody there is just this huge block of ice that is perfectly permanently encasing something completely invisible to the naked eye. And visibly, there is a regular homunculus just in the room looking at all of you with eyes that are intelligent, arrogant, and terrified. And uh, of note, the kill serum still seems to be in effect. Oops. His body is still falling apart. So, NPC round. Uh, Cutler gets on all fours and starts to flee the room. Or at least attempts to. Because Emery and Ashley are going to block the door with their bodies just get in the way. Emery's gonna take a swing at Silas, and Ashley is gonna pop a few rounds. None of it manages to hit. And Magpie, for her part, is gonna blow a big jet of fire at this ramshackle monster. And Again, it seems to have traded any kind of like physical power for agility, so it is able to get out of the way. But it is rapidly deteriorating. Steiner. I thought enough of this dude. I'm just gonna draw the arm sword and charge him. Alright. Roll kick some ass. Am I doing it in a minus because he's in, like, zippy mode, or...? No. Motherfucker, you've been training oh, yeah. with Cam for yeah. months. I do actually get a plus one. And you also have Gregory Phi. Yeah, that's what the plus this one This thing is. isn't fighting like a homunculus oh. anymore, so that doesn't apply. Uh, but you are not taking any minuses because of its speed, because you've been training with someone much faster for months. I have faster for sweet months. lighting. 
Well, I've learned hentai is weak. Oh, whatever. Well, piss. <sighs> well, piss. Well, piss. Just talked all that shit up, too. <laughs> Unfortunately, your swing misses. Fortunately for you, he seems more interested in getting out of the room and away from everybody than he does in hitting you back, so he doesn't actually retaliate. Roxanne? I still feel like there should be some consequences for I have a very simple solution. Uh-huh. I'd like to use magic to bar or place your portal to a specific person or type of creature. Okay. Do it to it. I'd like to stop him from leaving. An eight. What's your glitch? Um, I'm just going to go with it has a short duration. <laughs> okay. I'm buying everybody some time to do, or A, the poison to do its job, and everyone else to uh, figure this out. Okay. Grant? Uh, I'd like to try and shake the blurriness out of my eyes. Okay. Because I, he's not invisible anymore. He's not invisible anymore, so I can't use my third eye trick. Yeah. Well, plus tough to write your body. Eight. An eight. Okay. So you clear it, except you're at a minus one to your next action, and I'll give you another action. Yep. Um. It's basically scrambling to try and find a uh, try and find a way out, right? Mm-hmm. My sword flies over and tries to fucking stab it. Okay. So and the minus. Is that a minus one, right? Yes. So I'm rolling flat for this, because... Eight! Uh, do I heal any at all? So, so let me tell you what happens, okay? Let me okay. tell you what happens. So you bring your sword over, and you manage to catch it and cut its arm off. And at that point, it... He, he realizes that there's one way out of this room that it's going to be able to get to, and that's the vent. And it bolts for that, but as it takes its first big, faster-than-normal step at it, the leg that hits the ground falls off the body. And that doesn't stop him. He's scrambling for the vent, trying to get away. What does anybody do? I'm going to show him more mercy than he's shown anybody in his entire life. I take my sword right through the head as quick and painless as possible. I won't make you roll for it. Silas Cutler dies with your sword through the back of his skull. At that point, I said, I told you I'd fucking kill you. You killed him quick, so he doesn't get to hear it. I know. But... I, it makes me feel better. <laughs> but all of you do get to enjoy the little bit of satisfaction that comes with the homunculus Silas on board going still, and then the dissolution completing and it rendering into a greasy puddle halfway into the vent.
I say burn that just to be sure. Yeah, yeah. No, this isn't. The magpie walks over and immediately begins doing this. Uh, Steiner? Hmm? Now that you have a minute to, like, catch your breath, let your adrenaline come down a little bit, you realize that your body feels kind of fucked up? Your teeth <laughs> don't feel right in your skull. Your joints feel either too long or too short. Your eyes feel slightly out of whack. You didn't notice it because you were, like, in full high-on-combat mode. But now your whole body is just a bit out of whack. Hmm... Maybe I'll, be, maybe I'll be okay in the morning. <laughs> and Grant, mm -hmm. uh, you feel that the spell Roxanne cast upon you ye minutes ago to get your organs back inside of you is starting to wear off. Oh, boy. Uh... And Ashley is, like, clutching at her chest like she can feel it, too. Yeah. Um, is there a big magic that we can do to reverse this shit? Time to learn. <sighs> Time to do some cramming here. Not yes. quickly. Not before it, it goes off. However, you, you've got a room full of people who know things. If you want to, like, voice concerns, because presently you're the only one who knows that this is happening to you. Uh, I say, guys, guys, that thing Roxanne did to fix me, it's, un it's not holding. I immediately just, like, find the dude's notes and start going over them. Okay. Unfortunately, it is a very thick tome, and it's going to take you a while to pick through it, and also it's a completely new field of magic to it. If you had hours, you might be able to stabilize Grant and Ashley, but at this point, you don't quite have that amount of time. But you do have a bunch of knowledgeable people in the room, including someone who's had a lot of dealings with the Fae and knows what they're all about. So Magpie, when she finishes burning the corpse, whips around and says, Who's ready for a trip to the spring court? Hi, yes, me! Hey, Ashley, you're gonna, you want to go to another convention? Yeah, sure you do, let's go! Probably be like uh, really concerned with Roxanne right now because they did take a spear through the chest. Generally, not great for your health. It's fine. I'm not dead. <laughs> I feel like it does need to be addressed, though. No, I mean that's literally what she says. It's fine. I'm not dead. And we're going to take steps to ensure that that remains true. Okay. Yes. Let's do that later rather than sooner. So, Steiner, Magpie recruits you to help her get the transportation circle etched into the floor. Yeah. Like, your laser rifle will be good for burning that shit in. She didn't bring a stick of chalk with her. Yeah, I got multiple tools at my disposal for this nonsense. Should I be, like, taking down the uh, other DHEA agents to take them with us, or...? Yeah, probably. Yeah, they just kind of been hanging on the wall. Yeah, they. they I mean, have. like with infinite time, we could get this done. They fell off the wall during the earthquake, but since none of them have anything magic about them, they were kept in the knockout spell the entire time. It's probably gonna wear off at some point in the near future now that Silas is dead, but they're still out cold. 
they've all just been like watching all this thinking, I better get time and a half for this. <laughs> At the very least, I get them up off the floor, I guess. Like, yeah. Make sure to support their weird external organs now. <laughs> I, I get them onto, I don't know, I assume Silas has got like some gurneys around. To, uh, oh, no, I didn't need them. He just pinned people to the wall. He's got to have a flat surface to set people on. <laughs> anyway, let's it, go. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't take long enough for Magpie and Steiner to get this circle built for it to really matter. But Emery stays behind. They're not willing to risk having their new setup screwed up for everybody. They just say that they'll see everybody at home. You would um, try and grab as many of his notes as you can. I'm really interested in seeing how you replicated the wretch's uh, claws. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. They'll start picking up books and notes as you all shuffle into the circle. Magpie works the spell to zip you all into the spring court and like the second you all materialize she bolts over to the greeter and says I'm sorry we don't have time for anything today they are all in critical condition their organs are about to fall out of their bodies we need immediate emergency medical attention and the greeter just kind of looks at all of you sniffs derisively and then turns around and just like waves over his shoulder all right come on follow me what one of whom is a big monster woman with uh, a hole in her chest <laughs> yep more hole than chest helping Look, ashley i guess there, there was never much to talk about in the first place let's be honest anyway and you all are led down straight into the guild hall, and everybody who hasn't signed an NDA on the contents of the guild hall is blindfolded and muffled, so that they cannot observe anything that's down here before they can sign an NDA. But Grant and Ashley are put up onto tables the other DHEA guys are stripped out of their clothes and put up onto tables Roxanne if you want to communicate like I can turn back into a flesh person and get up on a table yeah I mean if we're getting medical attention then uh, I will make myself flesh I will become flesh alright you immediately pass the fuck out upon turning into a human, but rest assured you are not going to die. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just pick a table to sit on and I go, I'm probably not going to be able to talk after this. And just human Roxanne falls over. <laughs> yep. Dramatically. And uh, Steiner, despite you appearing to be in good condition, a, a couple of laboratory workers come over to you and like it's not literally a tricorder but they run a tricorder over you and they like look at each other confused and turn to you and would you also care for some attention you appear to be in need of it i was in the vet for a while very good yeah i get up on the table i was soup there for a little bit 
<laughs> and with everybody getting patched up, that's what we're going to call it. Not a great place to end it, but it is like midnight on the East Coast, or yeah, the East Coast. Yeah, this is actually where I intended to end it. Okay. Like exactly in this state, because it's going to lead into the next downtime, actually. Okay. But before I talk about that, let's do end of session stuff. Mm -hmm. We did, in fact, conclude the current mystery. Mm -hmm. Yep. You don't know the exact details of it, but you did in fact save people from certain death or worse. In yeah, fact, some all the important EGA someones. Agents. Well, yes, them too, but there's something a little bit bigger than that. Uh, did we learn something new and important about the world? Yeah, fucking horrible Plus, flesh magic crafting. Is gross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, we learned about a decades-long body snatching operation <laughs> yeah, we, fucking, and we, we fucking like just stopped super saiyan ed gates <laughs> did we learn anything new and important about any of the pcs uh grant is willing to kill if you are a horrible monster enough grant that line's pretty damn wide considering this is the first time he's ever crossed it willingly but there we go I, th I think it's Keen. Yeah, you had Keen, thanks. So, in addition to whatever experience people have acquired this session, you can get two more. Cool. I level up. Uh, I nice. level up as well, and I'm taking uh, yet another luck back so I can finally be at two. I also okay. level up. One, two. Does anybody who leveled know what they want? I do. Um, we can advance two mm -hmm. more moves. Alright, alright. Do you know which ones? I'm thinking... Act under pressure... And read a bad situation. Cool. Roxanne, do you know what you're taking? Yes, I haven't shut up about it since for a couple sessions, I think. I am going to choose one advanced hex move. Okay. Can you tell us about those? Because they're a whole fucking thing. Yeah, I'll read out what they both do, I guess. Basically, when you take the corresponding improvement, I get to pick one of two hex moves. And one of them is Apotheosis. You become a terrifying fount of mystical power. Once per mystery, after you suffer loss or harm, you may enter a state where you have both immense power and zero interest in the well-being of others. While in this state, all the following are true. You can fly. Use plus weird to kick some ass instead of plus tough. For this, you use innate magic as a weapon with three harm and any properties you choose. Ignore the component cost of your rotes. Ignore one requirement of every spell you cast with use magic. You have plus one ongoing to do everything. You cannot use to protect someone. You have all the temptations and you have to indulge them whenever a good opportunity presents itself. When you try to resist the temptation, uh, use roll plus cool. On a 10 plus, apotheosis ends. On a 7 to 9, it ends with you doing something dangerous or cruel. On a miss, it ends only after you harm someone or something you love. 
And the other option is synthesis. You manage to conciliate your dark power with your moral impulses. You lose your temptation. Whenever you use magic to help out or protect someone, you mark experience. Mark a second experience if you do it at the expense of your own safety. Uh-huh. And while apotheosis is really narratively interesting in the choice, I feel like after the night Roxanne has been through, she's not keen to emulate the morally unsound flesh wizard she just helped kill in any way. So I feel like the option has to be synthesis. Alright. Very good. <sighs> so. Good session. Very long. I apologize for that. I did not think it would go that long. <laughs> I hope everybody had fun regardless. I did. Yeah. I hope it was a good, intense fight. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was our final hunt. There will be no more regular hunts for this campaign. However, before we enter the end game, we do have one more downtime. And uh, I can tell you that downtime is going to start. It's going to start with Grant and Roxanne and Ashley and the DHEA guys going home. All nice and put back together. But Steiner, your event is you're going to have to sit in the laboratory for a little bit to get fixed up. And you're going to have some shenanigans to deal with in there. Boy, I love shenanigans. <laughs> but, uh... Outside of that, I know what I'm doing for Grant, and I think I am knowing know what I'm doing for Roxanne, but I gotta get that a little more nailed down. But that's for next time. As for this time, thank you for being here, folks at home. I hope you enjoyed it. Was a wild-ass fight. That was a wild-ass hunt. Uh, I'm, I was nervous about this one. I was nervous about getting it right. I feel like I did okay. You did really good. I hope I did. Yeah, no, like, I I said this in the, uh, in the Roll20 thing, but if there were rules for Zemichi when Vampire the Masquerade, when we started Vampire the Masquerade, I, knowing what I know now, I probably would have been like, hey, cat! Here's a cool body horror vampire that you could possibly play. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. I enjoyed it a lot. I'm glad. I liked playing Secret Agent. Ah, <laughs> uh, Solid Snake, if you will. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm ending it. Good night, everybody. Good night. We're done here. Good. Good night. <laughs> Good night to everybody but Chloe. Yes. <laughs>